Hey, this is Doug Benson, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour? That's always great when somebody does a bumper where they act like they're not aware of the show. On the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. My life. Cookie. Oh, hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, joined by a man who's traded his pants and undies for some Viagra and is now using his boner to play the bongos. That's Jeff Clark. Hey. And beaming to us from the bottom of a porta potty, the bearded turd burglar known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, rap, rap. And hey, Seek is back. What's yeah. up, Seek? <laughs> That's funny. That's what played in my head just for a second there. Um, <laughs> actually, be- before we get into it, I, I want to say, uh, I want to give a shout out to one of your listeners uh, named Riley Henry. Uh, I skate the B plan. She sounds hot. Uh, I skate the B plan. It's a, it's a bearded dude. Oh, um, but but uh, he he wrote me the other day and he said, uh, "Hey, I'm I'm I miss hearing you on MSPH. I hope you're doing all right." And uh, I said, "Oh, cool," but I didn't tell him I was going to be on the show because this was right after I messaged you. Oh, nice! And I was like, "What a co- weird coincidence!" I just wrote Kevin, but I didn't tell him, so hopefully he's hearing this now. Well, can you? Because maybe he only listens when you're on. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll message him after this. Thing. We need that uptake and downloads. <laughs> I'll be like, "Hey, f- listen to this week's episode." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's funny because like you you like you're saying you usually work on Mondays and stuff. Yes, and um, I've seen people jump to conspiracies and stuff. They're like, Seek hasn't been on in a while. Neither <laughs> is Alex. I wonder if they all hate each other. Oh my god! No, <laughs> yeah. we just fired Alex. Seek's cool. That was like uh, yeah, we actually got Alex deported out of California. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I uh, we're good with Seek though because I used to be on Dan Harmon's podcast a lot, and there was people going. Oh yeah, I heard Seek's d- dead, and then oh, I heard Seek, you know, isn't actually sick, and he's like went back home and lived with his mom or something. And I was like, where do you guys come up with all this stuff? Um, so yeah, but yeah, people love to jump to conclusions. I see sure. some stuff um, about conspiracy theories about my my day job, <laughs> and those people have never been right once. No, no, no. <laughs> It's like when, so when people guess movies now, I'm like, oh, you're like the people who guessed what happened to me. Yeah, like, pretty much. You're just, you you just missed the mark completely. Yeah. But yeah, welcome back, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, we got, we got a lot of shit to talk about this week. Sweet. I'm lying. We don't. Oh, okay. I actually have uh, something. You guys watched The Watchmen? I actually oh. did. did. Was it good? I watched the first episode last night. Yeah, yeah I did. Um, I, I watched it also. Nice. What, what? What? How was it? I dug it. Cool. I, I mean, I, it's it's funny. I can't watch an Alan Moore property without just imagining Alan Moore like rage kicking his furniture. Sure, sure. I know. Time. That's kind of my favorite part about watching that is that like deep somewhere. It, wait, is he dead or is he? No, he's, no, he's alive. alive. He's alive. Yeah. He wants somewhere. nothing to do with any of it. Yeah, I love of that. Oh, sorry, Jeff. Go yeah, ahead. he's he's, no, no, he's no. like the Rick Rubin of of comic books. Yeah, I was an yeah. yeah, I was an echo pretty much what you're about to say, Shuddy. Is that I, I like the fact that he's just like anti. Like any, um, I don't know, additional like any interpretation. He, he of is yeah, so yeah, anti interpretation it completely yeah. that 
it said in the credits, it only said based on characters by David Gibbons. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They do that on everything. Every right. everything that Alan Moore, like only the artist gets the credit because he will not let them put his name on it. Yeah, he doesn't want his name anywhere on it. That's so some like crazy. true artist, crazy artist bullshit. Because theoretically, couldn't he get a check from every one of these companies, well, I, right? Wouldn't they have to pay him something? I, I wonder if he, he turns it down or if he just quietly accepts it. That's a great question. If he quietly accepts it, he's a huge hypocrite. Um, but uh, Not really. I don't think so. No? Because uh, he's like, I hate the system. I hate the Hollywood formula. I hate what you guys are doing. But I'll take that check. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, but he, but he's not putting his name on it, right? He's not getting. He's I, he's not including it in his IMDb or his resume or his portfolio. But he is being compensated for the source material. Yeah, fair which, enough. You know what I mean? It kind of makes sense. So he's like, okay. So you're looking at it as like, oh, he's getting a check for the work he did. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. not for the work they're doing. Yeah, he's not oh, going to okay. add anything fair. to help those assholes. But yeah, yeah compensate him for the, the right. template. I can I see know. that. I uh, hope he gets some money. <laughs> I, I I know he went mental, like, even... Anytime one of his properties gets turned into a movie, he goes mental. Every time they try to expand upon his universe, like, they've done, like, the Before Watchmen series, mm-hmm. he lost his shit over. Oh, Doomsday he lost Clock. his shit over the movie? Yeah, yeah. Do- Doomsday, Doomsday Clock, Clock is, like, the new uh, Watchmen thing that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. With It's, like, a crossover of the Watchmen universe and the DC universe. And he hates it. Yeah, I don't even know if like do you, does he even watch this stuff? No, yeah, because I from what I understand, like because Jeff Johns, he's he grew up influenced very much by Alan Moore, so there's a lot of stuff even in his Green Lantern run that comes from like little short Green Lantern stories that Alan Moore wrote. Like uh, I think Alan Moore was the first one to ever mention the Blackest Night, and Jeff Johns oh. like, oh, let's let's expand on that, let's like tell that story. So ever since then, and then now he's doing Doomsday Clock and. So, yeah, I'm sure Alan Moore, uh, Jeff John's probably Alan Moore's least favorite person. Every time I see, like, a promo of one of these things, the vision I have about Alan Moore's reaction is, like, <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street's father when he gets the call during the Equalizer, and he just <laughs> fucking tweaks. Like, yeah. he just sees, like, a promo, and he's like, every fucking time they want to rip my shit off. Yeah. He just, like, he just, turns purple. He <laughs> takes his balcony furniture and just throws it off, <laughs> and then comes inside and lights his couch on fire. <laughs> and then he probably does a weird, like... Uh, seance because isn't he like some kind of wizard well i i think i <laughs> no, i, I did literally i didn't click on it no, but i yeah. saw a headline that like um alan moore has put a hex on damon lindelof <laughs> that fucking pussy deserves. that's it, amazing yeah well yeah well what, what what what's the hex just continue to write bad shit i don't know i mean <laughs> he wrote the the pilot episode and it's good I, yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay. So my brother's okay. really, really fucked with Watchmen. I never actually read the graphic novel. Obviously, I didn't buy the individual whatever you see issues the that they came out. And I saw, yeah, I did see I the movie. I own it in trade, <laughs> and I own it in individual issues. Nice. But I thought the episode, so I don't really have any much, I don't have much familiarity with the story. I know a little bit about Dr. Manhattan mm-hmm. and that shit, but not, not, not enough to really even hold my own in a conversation, but I really like the first episode of the HBO show. Okay, cool. Um, I do have some questions that hopefully you guys can clear up for me. <clears throat> it started out real heavy with scenes or whatever, right? flashback to the White Knight, right? Yeah, the ra- the race riots. Oh. Okay, but I, all right, so I was watching a... a no, that's not the White Knight. Yeah, you talking I, about the Hooded Justice or something? 
So, all right. So this no, is what I want to. Was, it was a race war in Tulsa in 1921. That's a real thing. It wasn't at a real yeah, event. Didn't I just say that? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you? No. I, well, I said there there was a, like a, a race ride, a race war. All right. Follow me yeah. on this though. So and I then Shuddy went no. So I watched yeah, a recap. No, that's not what war. I said. He said white is the white knight, and that was later because the main character was alive during it. She wasn't alive in 1921. I was correcting Jeff, not you. Oh. So okay. Okay. So I watched an explainer video from the Ringer, this website that I follow, the Ringer, talking about like the little. Easter eggs or nuggets in the Watchmen show mm-hmm. from the graphic novel. And he made reference to the White Knight. I think that's what he called it. Maybe it wasn't that. And how that was, I guess, the night where people killed all of like, the cops. That's what they said? Is that, yeah, is that, that the story the in the show? That's... Or in the, in, the, in, the, in the graphic novel? No. Was it, was it a race war in the graphic novel as well? Or was it... My, my, no. No, no, no. No, in the graphic novel, they were killing cops, right? No, Jeff. No, no. This let's is new- let's start fresh. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'm I'm confused. This sounds like a new story for the show. That's what I'm confused on. It is a on. new story yeah. for the show. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's what I'm confused on because I I, I I saw in this explainer video that the that the 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 the, the shit that they were shown in the show mm-hmm. that was changed into like a race riot or race situation in the show but in the comic book it was like something to do with the cops i don't think the comic ever covered the 1920s i think it was all yeah it was it was like it went through the the 50s 60s and then the 80s right right because the 50s were the original watchmen right 50s and 60s and then yes yeah and then they then the 80s was yeah the 50s was the Minutemen, right the Minutemen. that's it yeah 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 and it so in in this like version or this reality that that Alan Moore created or the show is creating, isn't like a split in like the human experience or the American experience at like nineteen thirty eight, right? I mean, I think the only thing that so far that mm-hmm. they're really pulling from in the comic is it takes place in the same universe. Um, Adrian Veidt is still alive. Oh, cool! That's it is J- Jeremy Irons. Um, Jeremy Irons is playing him. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good casting. It and is a direct sequel to the comic, not the movie. Not a direct. It's it's it carries it picks up the story from the comic. And for some reason so, white supremacists are all like wearing Rorschach masks. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm but, con- oh. but they use the interdimensional squid monster that still they take that from comic canon yeah so. was i was i just like super stoned and they didn't fully explain that because out of nowhere like an alarm no, no, starts going did. while they're driving and then it just starts and raining little, little baby squids all over the place while they're in the car whoa yeah and they're just like oh shit no, it fucking was raining fully, squids again <laughs> they didn't fully explain it they did say the interdimensional squids are, came again or something they yeah. did say that and that's an element so they that they did, got rid of it from the comic to the movie Right, because the movie was just Doctor Manhattan was the threat. Yeah, they which made I like way no, more. It was a nuclear bomb that they they used to match yeah. Doctor Manhattan's energy right. signal. They framed him. For yes, it. Right, yeah, right, right. And in the comic, they just teleported a giant s- space squid. <laughs> right, because Alan Moore loves into space time, squids <laughs> into Times Square. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. they they showed Doctor Manhattan on Mars. Yeah, um, from real far away though. So, right. Okay. Yeah, but, I mean, it so shows it, promise. It, does, it was interesting. See, yeah, the whole thing went over my head. 
Okay. But I thought it was int- like I thought it was cool what I watched and it had some good scenes. I was confused about the Rorschach thing, right? Is that how you say Rorschach? I'm Rorschach? very confused by that. Okay. How, how they how the white supremacists adopted Rorschach's mask? Yeah, because I I don't know I didn't I didn't I don't again I don't know much about the story, but I don't think that was like a white supremacy thing. They just changed it for this show, right? Well, I I feel like well they're not changing anything. I haven't seen the show, but I I feel like that makes a little sense. In some way, because Rorschach's dying thing, like what he did, what he died for was he had a journal where he kept track of everything that really happened. So the whole squid thing and the Adrian Veidt thing, like that was all, um, he, he wrote it all down in a journal and then didn't he drop it off at a newspaper? Yeah. And so someone out there probably printed that article and it probably caused extremists and conspiracy theorists to adopt his mentality as some kind of like truth seeker. I mean, it makes sense to me because I, I feel like a lot of times people who do have conspiracy theories are one side or the other extreme groups. So I don't know. That makes a little sense to me, I guess. But I haven't watched the show. I just, they haven't really explained much. There's a whole much lot in... that happened, but no explanation for just about any of it. Okay. All right. I'm happy that I'm, I guess I'm on the same page in, in that sense. Yeah, they're leaving shit pretty vague. Okay. Right. Like, like, other than a, a few little Easter eggs, mm. like, you don't even, I put it together at the end of the, ep- at the very end of the episode, so that Jeremy Irons was Adrian Veidt. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I mean, I just saw that he was listed as Adrian Veidt. In the credits? Like, before, yeah, before yeah. I'd seen the episode, oh. so I kind of just, I didn't even pick up on it that they didn't. Yeah, I saw that. I saw the trailer, which was great, and it was like him sitting on a desk, very with his legs crossed. And I was like, "Oh, that's very like uh, Adrian Veidt ish." Yeah. Um. So that's cool that he is. It had some interesting action bits to it, so mm. I'm, I'm in for now. Okay. Yeah, that's that was a, a solid. Yeah, pilot. I enjoyed it. It's an HBO show, right? But it was very kind of confusing because so. it, yeah. you know, there wasn't a whole lot of explanation. Yeah, sure. And I then I guess. Next episode, Silk Spectre comes. Well, you did say it was written by Damon Lindelof. <laughs> I know. So, Which, yeah, I could imagine there was like first episode of Lost didn't really explain much either. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully this gets wrapped up and progresses better than Lost does. Fair I enough. mean, I didn't watch Lost, but I just heard secondhand from people that it just at one point fell apart and then just had the sloppiest finish ever. Yeah. I can't do it, and and me describing Game of Thrones to anyone, I wonder if they have like the same reaction because I heard I heard excuse me, Lost is just like a classic up until the final season, and then just like the final season and the, and the final show just like completely yeah. chokes. I like Lost. I, I think I... the season where they spend most of their time in cages hmm. was probably where it. Hit hit the low point and didn't bounce back. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, I wonder. Like, if I had heard the ending of Breaking Bad was terrible, but like the first like f- four and a half seasons were epic, I probably wouldn't want to watch Breaking Bad. Right. You know. So knowing that Lost will eventually suck doesn't want me to like steers me away from watching Lost in the first place. Hey, can I shout out a homie real quick? You're yeah. gonna approve of this too. Wait, I didn't. Some birthday shoutouts. No, no, you're gonna approve <laughs> of this too. So, Puminati Extreme, one of the original members of Puminati, Kwame, friend of oh. us, the oh, podcast. Fuck yeah. fuck yeah! He started and launched a hot sauce, uh, a family recipe 
pepper sauce called Oshito. Um, you're going to love the name of it. And he's sending you some, too. I got to get your address. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, okay. And it's fucking delicious. It's it's spelled just as it sounds. O-H space S-H-I-T-O. Oshito. Oshito.com. Oshito, at Oshito Sauce on Instagram and Twitter. And it's a family recipe made by my homie Kwame. Um, it's a Ghanaian recipe from the African country of Ghana. It's like a black pepper sauce. It goes good on... I put it on eggs and chorizo. I put it on salmon. I put it on chicken wings. I put oh, it on man. waffle fries. It's fucking bomb. It really is. It's fucking delicious. I put delicious. it in my cereal. There's two different flavors that, are, uh, that they've done for it so far. One's chicken and one's fish. He sent me both, and he uh, did. You call him and get the proper pronunciation. I did. I remember you were you yeah. Were he out did on that. before I got when I got here. That's <laughs> yeah, what he was doing. I can't <laughs> fuck this up because it's an awesome product, and 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 uh, a homie and friend of the show put it out, and we want to support him. At least I do. So I didn't want to fuck up the pronunciation. So that was the least I could do is get him on the phone. Um, but yeah, Oshito at Oshito Sauce and Oshito dot com. I am on the website right now. I just, fucking bombing. Uh, You're gonna get some, Kevin. I just so. followed. I followed him on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> also, oh, and there's the so it's different sauces for chicken and fish. Yeah, one is like made with like a as like a chicken flavor, and one's made as a fish flavor. Mm. Um, I don't know. I, I I actually used it properly the first time. I. I didn't read fish and chicken on the label originally, so I was just like, all right, I'm going to eat one sauce, and then I'm, when I finish, I'll go with the next sauce. Then I read the difference. So now I ha- I put I spread the fish kind on my salmon, and I spread the chicken kind on my uh, chorizo eggs and, and chicken wings. And both are fucking delicious, honestly. They're both sick. It nice. is, I will say this, the jar made me feel like a pussy every time... I open and I have to like do some sort of jujitsu to get it open. Like I have to like hook it in my legs and like fucking. I, it is really one of the harder jar, jars to open that I've ever, I've ever came across. But it's well worth it. So, so as long as you don't have delicious. have limp pussy wrists like Jeff, yeah. you should be in business. Yeah, as long as you're not a weak <laughs> bitch like me, you're, you're all right. <laughs> and uh, there's a there's a special discount code. Uh, discount code is Puminati for an extra ten percent off for your order. Oh shit, we got Puminati promo codes. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. Shout out to Kwame. Kwame's the man. Yep. And uh, yeah, I'll get your address after so we can send or he can send some of it your way. But sweet. I'm telling you guys, it is uh. It's an addition that needs to be made to everyone's refrigerator and spices <laughs> rack and, and, and hot sauce rack. I'm a huge fa- a fl- a fan excuse me, of condiments, and I'm well-stocked in condiments. I actually had something, I don't know, for press for time, we got to hurry up and jump over to something else, but I had a, an idea that I wanted to run past you or a take that I wanted to run past you. Outside of hot sauce, Kevin, we all agree, I think, whether... Let's say you don't like hot sauce. I think we all can be be in agreement that hot sauce is the best condiment, right? Even if you don't like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it'd be like saying The Simpsons isn't a top five show ever. I don't watch The Simpsons, and I'm not not a fan of The Simpsons, but I understand that The Simpsons is a top five show of all time, right? Just because of its resume. Like, everyone can agree that hot sauce is the best condiment. However, the second best condiment, Parmesan cheese. Do you guys fuck with that take or not? Man, I wish everybody could see just the fucking goofy look on Jeff's face. <laughs> because you can put it on pizza. Like, nothing makes right. Jeff it on pasta. happier than talking about food. I wasn't food. expecting that to end. Put it, on, put it on salad. 
Uh, you can put it on your dick. That was like a Shyamalan movie. I mean, how how welcomed is the addition to Parmesan <laughs> cheese to a dish? It's always welcomed, right? Unless I mean you're dealing with some sort of dessert, then then Parmesan cheese is a no go. But otherwise, you can find it. You can find use for Parmesan cheese in every fucking meal. I don't know. I, I was thinking about that. Parmesan I, poof. Apparently, it doesn't have to go anywhere. It doesn't have to go anywhere. This could the be a jalapeno cheddar you know what, poof. You know what tastes good on that sesame chicken? Parmesan cheese, motherfucker. I just <laughs> Parmesan poof. <laughs> Honestly, though, if you added Parmesan cheese to orange chicken, you're like, ah, oh, that's not great. But is it bad? What's your no. what, what's what's your number three condiment of yeah. all time? What's number three? Parmesan poof. <laughs> I mean, I'd go ketchup because I use it on so many things. Oh. Halloween-themed white cheddar bone-shaped poofs. I'm a huge fan of Italian dressing uh, as right. a condiment as well. But ketchup because I do use it on several things. Where do you rank mustard? Is it top five? It's definitely below hot sauce, Parmesan cheese, ketchup, and Italian Parmesan dressing. Parmesan poof. I don't use mustard on a lot of things, honestly. I would... I would probably put it in the bottom of the top ten. Okay. I bet you like fucking ketchup is my paprika one. Paprika and shit. Paprika. I like paprika the seasoning. Yeah, I put it on my roasted potatoes. <laughs> you don't like paprika? <laughs> I mean, what's, what's wrong with paprika? I don't know. Yeah, nothing except the fact it makes you a huge pussy. <laughs> I think it's just the word, and you're just attacking me on some random shit. Um, I had an interesting little adventure. Oh. So, uh. Our 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 buddy Steve Brandano was in town for damn near two weeks, and underrated American that Steve Brandano. I agree. He hit me up and he was like, "Hey man, do you have any interest in seeing that new Sandler movie?" And I was like, "Wait a second, you mean Uncut Gems or the the Jennifer Aniston Netflix one?" He's like, "Oh, Un- Uncut Gems." I was like, "Fuck yeah!" He's like, "Well, there's this screening uh, tonight if you want to go check it out." I was like, all right. And he, I forget, he said it was like um, a taster screening. Okay. Have you ever the, heard of that? Yeah. Okay. The, the I, had never, I had never heard of that before. I'm like, <laughs> no. am I going to taste the movie? What is, what is this? So we, it was in the lobby of a hotel, mm-hmm. and we get in there, and I, like, I already see Mark Marin and Chris Kattan in the, in the, small theater i'm like oh shit look at this they they uh, it's a good thing i'm on this list <laughs> it would be very embarrassing to have like you know some uh elite entertainers and podcasters and not have the puminati represented so they damn right they made the right call there absolutely <laughs> we need to show face with the new adam sandler screening yeah yeah, yeah. we needed a taste <laughs> <laughs> and then as we're sitting there waiting for the movie to start um I, I always want to say the the wrong last name. Who was the Natasha that was in American Pie? N- Natasha Leone. Yes, Leon. and Russian Doll. Mm-hmm. She she then she rolls up. I'm like, look at this shit. Holy cow! And then right towards when the movie's about to start, Anthony Mackie shows up. Whoa, Papa Doc Falcon. Yeah, his real name's Clarence. Clarence, right? He went to private school. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, "Oh wow, this is this is this must be a big deal." So the movie movie starts, movie ends, everybody claps, <laughs> get up and go to leave, and they're like, "Oh, the reception is right this way." 
Reception, what the fuck? It's the taste portion of the of the screener. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, all right. This is... I've never been to a screening like this before. Mm-hmm. So we go into this, like, reserved room, and there's a bar set up, and they got people walking around with champagne and hors d'oeuvres and all this crazy stuff. Dude, so we, we, we find, like, a like a seating area, like a, like a couple couches and a big glass table. So we just plop down, and all these people with food trays just swarm us. And it all looked just delicious. Like, they had spicy tuna on crispy rice. They had, like, uh... See, I knew what I was talking about. They had s- cinnamon donut balls that were stuffed with Nutella. Holy Dang. shit. And then I saw like people were eating churro bites. It looked like a, I don't know, almost like a dessert, like a pudding or something, in like a fancy little glass. And they had these little spoons, and everyone was just scooping in their mouths. I'm like, I don't know what that is, mm-hmm. but I want that. Was it edible cups like fucking Willy Wonka? Oh, I wish that would have <laughs> been so sweet. But they, so I finally see someone comes over with a nut with like a tray of them. I'm like, oh, I need one of those. She's like, oh, um, lobster mac and cheese. I was like, that's what that is. <gasps> Fuck! So I, every hors d'oeuvre thing that comes by, I'm grabbing. So I'm sitting there. I got drinks, and I'm bear hugging like lobster mac and cheese, <laughs> a slider, a couple of those um, uh, dusted d- donuts with stuffed with Nutella. Churro bites. Oh baby, stuff in my face like a fucking pig. I'm covered in like sugar and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Get your like feet a, up on the they, couch. They brought the right guy. <laughs> yeah, drinking wine. <laughs> nice. And then I look over, and the fucking Sandman walks in. Sandler's like oh. right there. I was like, oh my god! And you know, I, I within like a split second, someone was just like on him, talking to him, and right. they they clearly like knew each other. And I was like, oh man, this is fucking crazy. I can't believe I'm like. 15 feet from Adam Sandler right now. I would have been nervous eating the whole time. Well, now I'm like, I need a napkin so I can wipe all this slime right. off my face. <laughs> I got I to gotta decrust my face so I don't look like a four-year-old. Right. So uh, Steve knew a couple people there from like the studios and stuff. So he was like chatting with publicists and stuff. And I'm just sitting there nodding like, oh, huh, I'm in this conversation too. <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, and we, we end up switching spots. And Steve and I were just plop down and we look over and Sandler's still just smoozing with people and Steve was just telling me like he had had encounters with him in the past and he's like he's just he's got a reputation for being like the nicest coolest fucking dude in Hollywood and he was the nicest coolest fucking dude ever like it was, it was so fucking cool to talk with him and right when he finishes saying that I look over and Sandler's beelining for me and he just puts his hand out he's like hey how's it going nice to meet you and I was like <laughs> Nice he came to meet over you and too. Introduced himself to you. Yes, that's awesome. That <laughs> <Yeah>. is. <laughs> but it was wow, and it was it was it was weird because where I was sitting on kind of towards the edge of the couch, and there was like a table between me and the couch, mm-hmm. and Steve was sitting next to me. I I had like the the aisle seat, I guess you could say. So when when Adam came over and like introduced himself. He was standing like kind of close to me, and then Steve stood up to shake his hand, and I couldn't stand up because oh. I would just be like completely. You would have cut off him and Steve essentially. Yeah, and then I would have just been an inch away from like each of them. Yeah, right. So I was like, I got to play this weird and just like sit down and be like crotch level, looking up like, yes, hi. Right. <laughs> Movie was great. Hi. <laughs> 
but it, I mean, right after Steve said that he was like the nicest, coolest dude in the world, he he comes in. over, introduces himself, and just bullshitted with us for like five minutes. That's awesome. Like went above and beyond to make conversation and asked us about the movie and. He, like him and Steve were like, oh yeah, from the Stern Show, yeah, 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 and then and then he turns to me, he's like, oh, so so do you live out in New York too? So I gave him like the whole backstory. I was like, no, actually, Steve and I used to be roommates, and I used to work on Howard's show with them, and I'm out here now. I work on a different show and Sirius. He's like, oh, what show is that? I'm like, the Jason Ellis show. And he's like, oh, cool. I'll have to check that out sometime. <laughs> and if I had half of my fucking wits about me, I would have I would have made the connection. Because we have Nick Swartzen on a decent amount. Oh, yeah. And Swartzen's, like, cool with Ellis, and he comes on, like, when he's not promoting things just to hang out and shoot the shit and tell jokes and stuff. And he was actually... Swartzen was in an Ellis Mania. He fought at Ellis Mania. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, he fought Raw Dog. Right. But still, he had a boxing match. Like, yeah, about an Ellis Mania about. Yeah, like, I actually had something to talk to him about. Yeah. And it just... It didn't come to me until after I, I was driving home. Yeah, I mean, which I mean, that's always the case. But like, I was I was very bummed out it, myself. It's but. hard because it, he grew up on that guy's stuff, you know. It's yeah. like um, like I see Jason Muse probably like twice a week at my job, um, because he's a big toy collector. So he'll come in. I think he came in recently to buy Kevin Smith's birthday gift. And you got ah. him like a giant, giant Lego set and stuff. Oh yeah, I know. I know. Muse is like a huge Lego junkie. He is. Yeah, he, he comes in all the time, and he's super nice. And but there are times where I'm just like. I have like every I have like a ton of things to say to him, and I'm just like, cool. I mean, I got to do my job, you know. But it's like, uh, but you're cool, dude. And then sometimes he has me. He's like has a camera set up on him, and he's recording. He's live streaming on Twitch when he comes in. So then I'm like, I definitely can't make small talk now because then it'll be proof that I'm not doing my job. <laughs> well, I mean, as I I feel like as long as you're not there for like 45 minutes chatting his no, ear I'm off, not. but like no 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 making small talk with customers is probably like. Yeah, it's up. Uh, it helps you build business. Well, sure. Oh, yeah. Well, no. I mean, or he's grow a, business. That's what I I see him at. He I mean, he's he's a good customer. So yeah. it's like, yeah, I want him to come back. So like, this was a conversation that I fucking should have had. I should have had that on the top of my head. Mm. It just it didn't it didn't occur to me until later, and I was kind of just, you know, it's not every fucking day you just yeah. out of nowhere start talking to Adam Sandler. No, so I was like no, panicky, no. and my hands were sweating. I was super nervous. And sure, shit. there's a bit of shock going on there. Oh, for sure, yeah. Especially because the guy, you know, your homie sitting there telling you like, "No, nah, this guy is fucking cool as shit." Dude. Yeah, and then he comes up literally after he finishes that sentence and proves it. Uh, yeah, I would have been taken aback too, and I feel like I'm pretty good, pretty thick scanner. I'm, uh, mm, I'm not someone that gets like starstruck you keep easily. Your, you keep but you're cool. But I, I mean. I would like to think I am. I don't know. If I was in your situation, I probably would have done similar to you. Or... I mean, when I was a kid, I had, I had they're all going to laugh at you just memorized. Yeah. Like, start to finish. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I grew up watching, you know, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Big Daddy, all that shit. So, yeah, yeah Adam Sandler is as big a part of my life as, as he is yours for sure. So, I was sick. Can you talk about the movie at all? Exploded. Yeah. I can. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just happy to report that, like, you know, Sometimes you hear stories about people being dicks and people that you've loved and have meant so much to you your whole life, and then it turns out they're cocksuckers. You can rest assured Adam Sandler is the man. Cool. Uh, but, uh, the yeah, Uncut Gems. It looks great. I, I saw that, like, like, I feel most people, when I saw that trailer, I was like, oh, fuck yes. I love, like, when Sandler does serious stuff, mm-hmm. he's so good. Like, Punch Drunk Love is awesome. I honestly feel like he... 
hasn't done enough I have serious no idea roles. What this movie is oh, so it's Uncut about gems. A, essentially it's about a degenerate yes. sports gambler played by Adam Sandler that gets himself in deep by betting sports. Right? Yeah, he's like a he's a he's a New York jeweler. Yeah, and he sells like like trades in jewels and jewelry and bling shit out for for like basketball players and stuff. And he's also a degenerate gambler. Right, and he's got all this shit. That he's like keeping spinning just to keep his scumbaggery up. Yeah, and he gets his hands on this opal, like an uncut opal that was smugger, smuggled, smuggled. <laughs> I forget the country where he got it from. Uh, I think it might have been like Ethiopia or something. Yeah, an but African he, country. So he's he's got this thing that he's trying to like auction, and he lets. Oh man, it's a sports guy. Kevin Garnett. Yes. Yeah. So Kevin Garnett, who has a huge role in the movie, Hmm. which I I was... How was he? He was good. Okay. I mean, he's playing a famous basketball player, right? Yeah. So it's not... I mean, he has to. Yeah. It's not like he was... He went method in some weird, crazy role, but I mean... I. Brett Favre played Brett Favre, and there's something about Mary, and he's a fucking terrible actor. Sure, sure. Sure, yeah. He had, like, the most wooden delivery ever. Like, he actually... Hmm. acted naturally it was good uh and man you just adam sandler's character and he kind of created like a whole new dude he talks kind of talks kind of slower like this like i got you jewels man yeah i got you like he he's almost created a a whole new character out of this guy howard i forget his forget his last name in the movie but you just watch this fucking dude dig himself Deeper and deeper and deeper, and every opportunity he just fucks himself in the ass, and you're like, "Oh my god, dude, get your shit together!" Right? It's so stressful, hmm. but man, was it good? Yeah, that's cool. You <laughs> gave me the review really about it um, when we met up to see Zombieland two, actually, and you were telling me it was good. And one of my friends, who's as big of a sports gambler, if not bigger sports gambler than me, I told him I was like, "Hey, my buddy Kevin uh, gave me a really good review about this movie." And he doesn't like sports or gambling, but he knows that I do. And he said that if you, you know, knowing my personality, I'm going to love it. So I was like, if I'm going to love it, you're going to love it, dude. And he's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> do you think a Sandler could be up for any Oscar buzz? Yeah. It's going to be, all right, that's awesome. I think that's why they're they're pushing it, because it doesn't come out until December. So right. I think that's why they're they're pushing it this what? early. What? I yeah. thought it was out in November. Oh, I'm going to, man, I'm going to be, I, I'm really waiting for this fucking movie to come out. I'm going to have... Uncut gem blue balls for the next <laughs> month or two. He was so good, man. The, the like the weird little like facial tics he does. Like he does this weird thing with his jaw where he kind of like unhinges it and twists it off to the side sometimes when he's done talking. Hmm. So do you think like when he's uh, how old is he? He's got to be in his fifties now, right? Yeah, I think so. I think he's in his late forties. Late forties. Sandler. I think. I don't know. Let me look him up. He's gonna go on like some um, Oscar rip for like a decade where he pulls like three or four out in a decade. You're right when he's when he's made so much money and and like maybe these Netflix specials or or deals dry up like this could be his first Oscar. He's saying that he could get some buzz, but he's well, fifty three. Okay. Oh shit! So yeah. I feel like he's gonna win at least one or two before he dies, right? Because he's got that ability in him. Right. He's got the ability. He's just kind of never really use it or never wanted to like channel it. Right. I heard a theory and I told you guys about this. I think. A while back, or not too long ago, from Bill Simmons, who's like a 
was a sports writer and columnist, and he runs the ringer, actually. So it's in the sense of second Bill Simmons um, reference that I've made in this podcast. But he said that, like, when you get into your 50s, when you have children, it starts to cloud your creative vision, and you start to, like, want to make things that your children can enjoy. And, like, he kind of referenced that when talking about Sandler and some of his, like, Netflix movie choices and, like, some of the, you know, the the rationale behind it. Now, I know he's done raunchy shit on Netflix, of course, but, like, he thinks that the reason for, like, Adam Sandler's career going in the direction it's, it's taken is because he's had kids, and that's right. not necessarily a bad thing. Sure. So I, I mean, I would say maybe that you could say that for, like, the, the Hotel Transylvania stuff. Sure. And uh, the movie with that blended movie with Drew Barrymore, the bedtime stories movie, he's done a lot that are exactly for that. That animated Hanukkah movie, right? Sure, yeah. So, like, doing the kids stuff, he did, yeah, yeah, yeah. He also, like, and you can say what you want about Sandler's comedies that he's putting out, but like, he makes those movies, like, Nick Swartzen, I think, is a writer on a lot of them. He gets to just make make and write those movies with his friends and then they go off and film them and I can I like you know I've spent a small amount of time around Nick Swartzen and five minutes around Adam Sandler and I could only imagine how much how awesome it must be to just that would be like if we had just like you know tens of millions of dollars to make projects every year like think about the fun we would have it seems like that's what they're doing yeah. Absolutely. I just think, like, my prediction is, like, one day he's going to get in a mode. He's like, you know what? I want to pull some Oscars. And I think, like, he just has the talent and the ability to do that. Like, if he was, like, if he tells his agent, like, hey, get me some Oscar roles. Right. Or give me some shit that's going to challenge me from an actor standpoint. Right. You know, like, I think he has the ability and he will do it. Like, well, I guess that's, like, my long-term Adam Sandler predictions that he's getting at least two Oscars. I could see him pull it off. He's got the talent. Yeah, yeah and, and your kids grow up eventually. Yeah. So it's like, okay, my kids don't want to watch Transylvania anymore. They're 15, 16. <laughs> yeah. They, they want to see me win an Oscar, maybe. And like, he can, yeah, like he can, he's got so much gravitas and and uh, he's got such a big name that he'll be able to get his friends and himself like gigs and paychecks and, sure. and jobs and and movies that they can work on for a while, but I think eventually he'll be like, "Hey, I want to, I want to win an Oscar." That's that's just my selfish, I don't know, thinking on on what I would do if I was had that much talent. <laughs> uh, but that's awesome. So, how many uncut gem dicks would you suck? I'm gonna suck four uncut dicks. Wow, nice. Do you have a? <laughs> do you have it like in a ranking in mind for top 2019 movies that you've seen? Does it break mm. the top ten? Because you've seen a lot of movies, and we got to review a couple of them. I, I would think. say it for sure cracks the top ten. Yeah, for the there, year. Yeah. yeah, I mean there was there were some really good movies this year. Yeah, uh, I haven't put too much thought into like categorizing them, mm-hmm. but I mean we always end up doing that in the end of year podcast anyway. But and hopefully there's at least three or four good more movies, more good movies to come out by the end of the year. I'm not even sure what's coming out other than uncut gems. There's nothing good coming up the next Irishman. week. I do want to see The Irishman. I've been hearing good shit about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's nothing good coming out this weekend, but I do want to see Terminator, even though I'm not getting my hopes up. Yeah. I think um, my friend Andrew Baxter, he's um, he's a guy who I go to uh, premieres with. So we went to like the Into the Spider-Verse premiere. And, and, oh, like, nice. Venom, that's where I met Tom Hardy. And... Uh, 
and he he was like, "Hey man, do you want to go see Terminator? There's a I got an extra ticket for the premiere." And I was like, "Dope." So I will I'll be seeing that next Monday at uh, Man's Chinese. No shit. The red carpet. Yeah. All right. Um. So I'll let you know how that is. I'm I'm like fifty fifty on it because I see I've always saw potential in the Terminator franchise, but after the second one, it's like each movie has a few moments that I've liked, but I haven't liked any of the movies overall. Yeah, I think the the only one I liked outside of one and two. <clears throat> Like a lot would be Terminator Salvation. Salvation, yeah. Which I I hated the first time I saw it, mm-hmm. but after sitting with it a little bit, it actually wasn't that bad. It had a cool vibe to it. I liked the premise. There was for sure some really corny, stupid dialogue. There was some shit sprinkled in here and there that didn't really make much sense. But uh, in retrospect, I feel like it's it's a bit of an underrated Terminator movie. I enjoyed that one. Three. Yeah is laughably bad. Terminator Genesis is laughably bad. Yeah. I'm sure they're write it into the plot or explain this, but why does Arnold Schwarzenegger age? Do they already talk about that? Yeah, well, I, mean, I know they haven't, and that's the thing I, that I'm can we? That seems about. like an easy explanation. Can't we not unsee that? Yeah, I feel like I, I might know the answer to How that. How is too. it yeah. an easy explanation? I mean, he was a fucking... It's well, a he's, robot. He's, he's living tissue over an endoskeleton, so yeah. if you're the same model... Obviously, that skin would age. Okay, yeah, All right, fair okay. enough. Yeah, you got me. Yeah. And so that just wipes away what happened in Terminator <laughs> Two, right? That doesn't count. What? Oh, oh, because because of him getting lowered into the molten steel. Yeah, where he melts all that away. I think they. But, but he's a certain. <clears throat> the skin is a model too, right? Yeah. Like, uh, so the T eight hundreds all have, because I think they made a book about it too. So I don't know if it's movie canon, but in the book there was a German scientist who was Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he built the T-800s, so he made them in his image. Gotcha. Um, so all, t- cool, all T-800s look like him, and all T-1000s look like the Liquid Terminator, and um, all T-whatever-that-girl-was-in-the-third-one. They T-X? All, the that... T-X, yeah. They all, I got gotcha. So they all look, they're all a model, too, along with the robot. I don't want to be a cunt. It just <laughs> In my head, it's kind of like, whoa, wait, how the fuck does this robot age? I get it. I don't well, get it, especially if he... Killed himself already. Well, so that just, and well, when you get into, a, I'm sure it's a different one. I'm, I'm yeah. Sure, well, yeah. it might not be because yeah, in Terminator Genesis they ha- in Terminator Genesis they opened up the alternate timeline. Yeah, doors. but I'm, I'm sure this movie is not going to reference Genesis at all. <laughs> it might because <laughs> I mean, I mean Schwarzenegger was in it. Yeah, but that's the thing about every sequel now is that they 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 go all right Halloween we're going to retcon everything after one. And then they're like, all right, now this one, we're going to, ret- you know, that's how, that's how they do it now. And I'm like when they make sequels, we're just going to retcon everything after the ones we don't like. So what I'm hearing is that essentially what me and Shuddy are worried about is justified. Just ignore it. Yeah. Just, don't just worry ignore, about it. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about it. Just tell yourself whatever you need to for it to be, for it to happen. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. I got you. All right. <laughs> I don't want to be a cunt. I'm just, no, no, no. I just. I saw that and I couldn't unsee it. I wanted to hear if any of you guys had issues, and I'm happy <laughs> Shuddy is on the same page as me. <laughs> All right, well let's let's break in real quick with a couple of emails. Uh, oh, this is from Courtney, who says, "Greeting, butt pirates, longtime <laughs> listener here. Love the show." Oh, this might be mild Joker spoilers, but it's the same shit we talked about last week. I've we seen have, it. Yeah, seen we it? have okay. to give you. We gotta get a quick review from you on the Joker. Okay. So Courtney says, in regards to your Joker review last episode, Shuddy and Jeff were right about his relationship with his neighbor being all in his head. I did not contest that. I that was something I clearly spaced out during. Um, hmm. 
Uh, but, and then says there was even a whole scene showing how she wasn't even really there. But on the other hand, Kevin was right about the possibility of Thomas Wayne being Arthur's father. Yes, he did get all the paperwork saying she was committed and crazy, but when Arthur was sitting in front of the mirror, putting on his makeup before the scissor kill, he was looking at an old picture of his mom with an inscription on the back that said something to the effects of, Yahoo! You are beautiful, T.W. That very much read to me that Thomas Wayne was uh, probably set up his mom to be crazy as to not ruin his own life. Or the mom wrote, uh, you're beautiful, T.W. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I'm taking it, yeah. is that it was part of her delusion. Right. Uh, so, keep up the awesome nerd antics, and always love hearing Kevin on the Yellow Show, Courtney. So me and shout out to you, Courtney. Yeah, me thanks, and Courtney. Shuddy are on the side that, that this bitch is crazy, and Thomas Wayne, or the Joker, is not related to Batman. Arts. For the record, so am I. Yeah, okay, yeah. you flipped... I'm not flipped. This has always been my stance. Kevin just... has been professing that he's uh, the long-lost Wayne's son since he saw it. Don't let him backpedal now. Yeah, I feel like you're 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 backpedaling. Good way to put that, Shuddy. Yeah, that's what I feel like is happening. Actually, right horribly to put that, Shuddy. I never, I never said that that was the case. I just said, how did this combo it... even happen? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> You'll be whistling symphony doodah out of your assholes. No, I just said that it's. It's one of those things that I felt like the filmmakers just threw up in the air. Like, it's a lingering small possibility. I didn't say that that was the case. Mm. It's just like, oh, that's an interesting little side note. Maybe maybe both things are true. Maybe she was crazy and maybe Thomas Wayne did fuck her. Mm. Gotcha. Kind of like racist Rorschachs. So do you think that it was... <laughs> do, do you think that... Uh, that that there's a chance Batman and Joker are related in Todd Phillips's version of the Batman universe. I mean, I guess I guess it's it would be impossible to say there's not a chance since they at least brought up the conversation about it yeah. in the movie. But I feel ultimately no. Um, Has anyone asked Todd Phillips this? Yeah, I think I think so. I think in interviews and stuff. But uh, I think he's been hesitant on answering stuff that's spoilery until everyone saw the movie because I think the movie's at. $737 million now after three weeks. Yeah, it's like a boatload of cash. It's going to yeah. be the highest grossing rated R movie ever. Yeah. If it isn't and, already, right? And I don't Did think it, it came it? out in China yet either, or if it, it's even coming out in China. I think it's banned in China. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> their yeah, communist think, government doesn't like clowns. Yeah, I think at one point the Joker says something bad about communists. And <laughs> yeah, sure. Todd Phillips won't cut that. So no, yeah. he's like, F that. The Joker is <laughs> very pro free speech. And yeah. And we yeah, know how. We clearly. know. We know China's take on free speech. Um, no, I love I love the movie. I um, I uh, maybe it's because I like stuff like Taxi Driver and Kings of Comedy, but I loved uh, I loved the everything from it, like the little things, like the little artsy fartsy stuff. Like when the movie starts, a lot of the movies has like this blue filter on it, mm-hmm. and as the movie progresses, it becomes these warmer colors, like orange and yellow. And it's like more as he's accepting who he is. So like there's this great tonal shift in the movie as he becomes wow. who he is. And then also the 1111 thing. Like I'm a big number freak and my n- favorite number is 11. So I notice it in every movie like us. Us had 11 was like oh, a big yeah, number yeah, yeah. in us. And so, uh, so I notice when it gets used like in us, the opening, there's like 11 rows of rabbits. And I knew it right away. Like I didn't have to watch a movie a second time. I was like, that's 11 rabbits. Uh, across That's the trip, yeah. So I, you're I, like Rain Man with the number eleven. Uh, yeah, o- only so the number only 11. the number eleven. <laughs> so in the movie, there's a when he's talking to the social worker. There's a clock in the background. It's eleven eleven. When he's talking to 
the person at the insane asylum at the end. It's eleven eleven. No shit. And then even my rec league basketball number is eleven. <laughs> when he stands on top of the cop car <laughs> at the end, when he's like celebrating the chaos, he holds his arms up, and his arms are at eleven eleven. Oh, uh, <laughs> so uh, it's pretty crazy. Like that movie is it's very specific. And apparently, so, yeah. So I I liked it, but I I love that it does bring up that conversation where it's like, is it is, are they really brothers? Are they not? So do you think he fucked the black girl or not? <laughs> uh, no, he didn't. Uh, it has not been approved for release in China. Oh, okay, there no. you go. I can see that. Um, but I yeah. think, I, but I, but they also left if he killed her up in the air too, because you don't know what happened. She he goes in a room. She says, "Please, my daughter's in the other room." And then he just like makes this intense face, and then he leaves the room. And you're like, and you never see them again the rest of the movie. Huh. So I'm, so I'm like, oh, did he kill? No, I think. Because that would have added to the overall just sinister and, and horribleness of the Joker. I don't think they would leave that out. But that's what happens. That's what I'm saying. It, it, a lot of things in this movie are to create a conversation. Did yeah. this really happen? Okay. Yeah, that, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So when he leaves, you never see them two again, the daughter or the mom, through the rest of the movie. So you're wondering, like, what did happen to them? Um, I guess. And I, that's intentional. I think it's just to make us talk yeah. about it i wonder if there is ever a time where we can get todd phillips not we i mean obviously get yeah. him on the show yeah man. obviously i love the puminati to rap with todd phillips but i wonder if anyone will ask him or if everyone will get anyone will ever get a, a straight answer on whether or not he thinks or he wanted to uh <coughs> have tom uh bruce wayne excuse me be related to the joker right hmm. or if like even if he was like yeah i don't know it's up to your interpretation because if that's the case then it's like, oh, he wrote that in the movie for us, right? Right, right? I'm not reading too much into it, or Kevin or whoever's not reading too much into it. He put that in purpose. I think he did. I think he wrote it in there to have you go, well, that's how I see it. If that's the case, yeah. then then I feel like Courtney and Arts are right, and I'm wrong. You know, it's like, oh shit, because I didn't even think. Like I thought, I my original feeling on that take is that like arts and Courtney are just making it up. Like they're just seeing something that isn't there. But if he was like, yeah, you know, it could be, that could be a thing. It's yeah. like, oh, you motherfucker. They're right. <laughs> I could be, I could be, I could stood corrected. You can stand correct. Well said. Very well done. I could correct stand. I did. Can... Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? I could mm-hmm. be wrong. <laughs> Fair enough. I feel like the only people that didn't like the Joker were the people that didn't see it. Yeah, no kidding. If you, <laughs> yeah, if you if you believe the internet, it's like it's either um, like a journalists that are really activists <laughs> and people who didn't see the movie. Yeah, I, I, I saw a really funny tweet that was like, um, uh, "I'm gonna fuck it up, but I'll give you just the gist of it." Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, just wrote an eighteen thousand word review destroying the Joker and how dangerous <laughs> it is. It, it is. All right, now I'm off to see it for the first time. Bye, guys. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's a lot of white women writers who don't like the Joker. So, eh, I mean, the thing is that movie. White bitches, what you know? it did was, it did, <laughs> it did um, create a conversation about something we do need to talk about, which is mental health and things like that. So, I like that the movie had the guts to do it and to do it with a character like Joker. Is, uh, is I never would have thought that would have happened ever, but. I mean, is there any way to tell a Joker story without dabbling in a little bit of mental illness? I don't think that was... See, that's not Todd Phillips' intention, was it? See, I don't... Yeah. I, th- I, I think I, he was trying to make a... I think he wanted to make the highest grossing rated R movie ever. No, I, th- I think he wanted <laughs> he to make... I think he wanted to make a movie like King of Comedy, 
which dealt with stuff like that too. Um, so, okay. so that's, the, I mean, to me, that's, he did want to have that conversation in some way. And then he just also had the opportunity to make a Joker movie and he was do just you, like, let's mix the two. Do you think he's at all crowbarring in mental health issues when he writes Zach Galifianakis's character in the hangover? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's, he, he's sending a different message with those movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I got another email. Wait, how many this Joker is... dicks are you going to suck? Oh, how many are there? Five. Five is the max. Unless it, you really... I guess I'm sucking five I mean, dicks. if you want more. Wow. Yeah, you could suck six Joker dicks. You yeah. and Stevie B both gave it a perfect five Joker dicks. Yeah, I, it's, a, it's a good time with those five dicks. Wait, is that Brandano? Yeah. Is that is that a Brandano, Brandano approved nickname? Yeah. I kind of like it. Can when I, he had Twitter, he was serious Stevie B. Not, all right, I'm going to call him Stevie B from now on. Can I have I think, his phone I think, number so I can text him? He has Stevie B. I think I think you just went up a couple of cool points in Steve's book. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. I'm up to point number one. Uh, this is from Brady. Says good evening, gentlemen. This is Brady from Alberta. I actually have a question for Jeff. My wife and I will be in Long Beach on October 31st, and I was hoping he could recommend a dispensary to pick up some cheap poop. Our goofy currency isn't worth shit down there, and I would appreciate the heads up. I have reached out on social media. Oh, I would have reached out on social media, but I don't actually have any. Thanks, <laughs> and keep up the great work. If you could forward me that email, I'll reply to the email. Um, in Long Beach, I don't know, because the places that I've been to in Long Beach, they have, like, marijuana tax on them, on the, on the, on the weed, and that inflates the prices, obviously. Right. Uh, the place that I go to is in Gardena, and it's... It's non-regulated, which means like they just it's thirty. Uh, the ace are capped at thirty dollars, and you can get really Old good school. weed. I love that, you know. But uh, and it's not like you're not in any risk of being arrested or anything like that, right? So I would recommend that, but it's a little bit off the beating path in Long Beach. So I don't know. There might be a couple emails back and forth. So forward me that email, and I'll okay. reply to them. We'll do. Uh, one more. This is from. Wolfknife Flaming Stallion. And he says, what's up, guys? Listening to episode 424, and Kevin stated that Vince Gilligan only wanted to do three or four seasons of Breaking Bad, but did more to appease the studios. However, I thought you might appreciate a nerd fact I've posted below. This looks like a copy and paste that says, over the course of five seasons, Breaking Bad produced a total of 62 episodes, which is no arbitrary number, the 62nd element on the periodic table is samarium, which is used to treat a range of cancers, including lung cancer. The studios wanted more, but they stuck to the 62. Keep up the great work. Wolfknife Flaming Stallion. Thank you, Wolfknife. Yeah. For checking us in the Breaking Bad canon. Nice. Did I, I don't know. I, I thought I saw somewhere that, like, Vince Gilligan agreed to do like a little bit longer than he wanted to, and then was just like, "Nope, we're cutting it here. This is this, how the story goes." Hmm. But who well, knows? Maybe he did start off with, "Hey, I have this idea for a teacher that's going to sell meth, and we are doing sixty-two episodes, no more, no less." <laughs> you motherfuckers. Well, I heard, and then we added a pointless sixty-third. And Ooh. I, I more or less agree with Shuddy on that take. <laughs> and my, so I shouldn't see El Camino. Is that I, what you're saying? I enjoyed it. It's it's nothing earth shattering. It doesn't really add much at all. But it's a nice epilogue, two hour episode send off. I was wondering about that because the show is like someone was saying why why they do the movie, and I'm like, well, 
the show's told through Walter White's point of view. So if you want Jesse's point of view, you kind of have to do a separate thing. Um, yeah, I don't think, you know, you don't really get much of that. I would imagine. Well, the interesting story was with Walter White. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I agree with both Kevin and Shuddy here. Mm, okay. Like, it, El Camino didn't add much to the story, mm-hmm. but it isn't the worst way to spend two hours. Okay. It, it isn't. It's just not that good. And if you're someone, like, honestly, I would lean more towards it being a disappointment because Breaking Bad is, like my, is my favorite television show ever. So that's sure. where I would lean. But, uh, yeah. Okay. I had something else. It to was ask just you. a scotch better than The Dead Don't Die. Oh, gotcha. Because um, my show, like before Breaking Bad, like the first show I got really hooked on that was <clears throat> in tone with those kind of dramas was The Shield, like in 2001 with uh, uh, Michael Chiklis. And Very good show. I love that show. And I actually liked the ending of it. And I remember there was talks for a while to do like a, an epilogue movie. And I was like, please don't. And thank God they never did because it was a great show. That's where Walton Goggins got his career. Walton Goggins. I love it. I love that guy. Talk about great Americans. He's awesome. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of that guy, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, I'll go into my next movie review. Hmm. Let's do Let's do Zombieland. Yep. Me Zombieland you, Double Tap. Me and Kevin went on a date. Yeah, MSPH, <laughs> MSPH date night with some zombies. Uh, I was a little wary going into it, because usually a sequel after 10 years doesn't have the greatest shot. I know they've been trying to make this movie for fucking forever. And that's usually not that great of a sign. Right. Uh, and the in the trailer, uh, it looked good. And then I was like, I don't like this fucking ditzy bimbo blonde chick. I don't like this new character. And seeing the movie completely changed my mind. Oh, wow. That chick had me pissing myself. <laughs> and like, I feel like, it's kind of that's an easy role to take, just like, oh, you're the ditzy dumb bimbo. Right. She is like the Daniel Day Lewis of Ditzy Blonde Bimbo. Wow. She was so fucking funny. Damn. Man, I loved that chick. Just she won me over so early that like even if she was just on screen and not saying anything, I was already starting to laugh. Wow. All right. Because I I've, really like that chick. Is there anything, too, that maybe we were getting sick of the same four characters, too, and they needed to shake it up a little bit? I don't know, because I'm, I'm one of those people where I, I'm i very salty and uh, wary of new characters. You hate change. In some elements, I'm kind of like that. If, like, when you add, sometimes when you add new characters to movie franchises or TV shows, you're like, oh, who's this... Who's this jerk off waltzing in thinking they can sure. they can be a part of this team? Right. <laughs> they don't what? know a me. A fifth Ghostbuster, yeah. f you. <laughs> <laughs> but she was she was fucking great. Right. I mean they 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 wrote her really funny lines, and she had awesome timing. Hmm. I'm I'm a huge fan of that chick now, Zoe Deutsch, Zo- Zoe Dutch Deutsch. Yeah. I got to figure out how to say her name, but Deutsch. what else has she been in? For like half the movie, I thought she was. Isla Fisher, or Isla Fisher? <laughs> How do you pronounce her name? Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's Isla. Is is the S silent or not? I think it's silent. That's who I thought she was for a good part of the movie. Then eventually, I was like, oh wait a minute. That's well, Isla first. Fisher's funny as fuck too. So well, yeah, it's like yeah, it's a fair comparison. Yeah, it's, they're both super funny. Yeah, that works as a comp. 
I, but I had thought for some reason that name sounded familiar and she seemed familiar, but then we looked her up on IMDb afterwards and I was like, oh, wow, I really haven't seen anything that she's really been in. Oh. I think I, she's had the small... The name is familiar. Yeah. I think she's had like small parts in movies I've seen, but when Jeff rattled him off, it didn't ring a bell for me. No. And she killed it in Z- uh, Zombieland Double Tap. I, I agree. I liked her <clears throat> much more than... She was in The Disaster Artist. Yeah, and I don't remember her mm. in it. I didn't even see it. I uh, I liked her more than Rosario Dawson, the Wilson, Luke Wilson, right? Yeah, right. Uh, Luke Wilson, Tom Middlevich, is that his name? Thomas Middleditch. Mm-hmm. Am I ruin? Am I spoiling anything, or did you know? No, they're guys in the trailer. Yeah, it? they're in the trailer. Okay, all right, mm-hmm. cool. Um, so I really like the addition of her character or that that person more than the other guys or the other people. Is it just me, or is Abigail Breslin getting worse at acting the older she gets? I think you might be onto something. Is she bad in it? She kind of is. She's not good. She's not good at all, <laughs> honestly. And it was dragging it down. Like I'm, I don't know. I feel like she's her game is slipping. Luckily, they the, that she wasn't. She didn't have too many lines in it, right? Because let me find out how old she is. Her stuff. Her stuff was the like definitely the weakest part of the movie. Was it? Was it hard? I mean, because like uh, 1996. Because she. Um, she has sick boobs. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, thanks. Yeah. thanks were, you, were you making oh, sure the... she was over 18 before you said <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Carry the two. She has sweet tits. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, yeah. No, that works. Yeah. Uh, Little <laughs> Miss Sunshine has sick boobies now. Because <laughs> that, uh, what was it? That, um, that, like the other girl you said is in the movie. Like, I don't know. Like, what do you think because of her performance being so great? Do you think it, that also made her come across worse too? Because it's just like maybe she just couldn't keep up with that girl. No, because they didn't really have too. Many, they didn't really have any scenes that. Oh, okay. I mean, they they did, but not really. Okay. Um, and then I was thinking back on it because I I do really love the first Zombieland. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it probably like six or seven times, and she is kind of the weak link of that movie too. Like yeah. if if she wasn't in it, are you really missing all that much? Like you really just need Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, and Emma Stone. Like. Oh no, no Abigail Breslin? No. You need someone to tie Emma Stone to though. One way or the other. And the yeah. little sister narrative makes the most sense, honestly. And that's about the the best she does. Okay. It just makes narrative sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the whole way they string her into this this movie, like she she runs off with some boy she meets and they're like, "Oh no, we have to go and save her." But she's like not in danger. She but just she ran willingly off. left, right. She just ran off with some some boy. <laughs> Yeah, like, so it's not like the the plot of it isn't all that strong. Oh, gotcha. And there's no real pressing urgency, but it's it's just if you don't really give that many fucks about that element of it, the rest of what's happening on screen is entertaining. Like they introduce new zombie types, yeah. which were cool. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Uh, they have like these crazy super zombies now. Um, yeah, they call the T eight hundred or something yeah. like that. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's. Yeah, they, like super strong zombies. There were some like tense zombie action moments. Mm-hmm. There were some cool, some really cool kills. Mm-hmm. They 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 still do the thing with the rules where they they flash oh, right. the rules up on the screen and cool. cool graphics and stuff. I don't know. I feel like I don't see how if you were a fan of the first one, you wouldn't enjoy this. It's not as good as the first one, but it's it's right up there with it as as far as I'm concerned. That was time well spent. That was worth a watch. I I think that. Again, if you like the original, the template 
it holds over into the sequel. Okay. So like I like Kevin said, I, I felt the plot was very thin in some spots. Um, you know, the final I guess battle or or whatever. The, the yeah, the final zombie battle, the whole thing with Abigail Breslin, I didn't like very much. I didn't like the I didn't like the uh the romantic issues or or relationship issues that Emma Stone and Jesse Eisenberg were going through. Um but like the simple formula and the premise still made for an enjoyable whatever hour yeah, and 45 I, minutes. I do also agree on the romance elements cuz like even if it's the zombie apocalypse there's still no way any chick is fucking Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Fair he enough. should not be getting laid, even if there was a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, let alone by like two hot chicks. Right, um, and I know, I know this is part of the whole thing, and I just I feel Woody Harrelson's character or that character's attitude towards Jesse Eisenberg or Thomas Middlevich. Right, like if I was in the same room of those motherfuckers in the zombie apocalypse, and they're broing down the way they do, I'm I might do like the fucking Three Stooges and slam their heads together or something. Like those two nerds, dude. I I cannot. I could not watch them on screen any longer. I, like, love, I was. Pissed. I love the type of characters that just annoy the ever loving piss out of Jeff because yeah. it's always a goody goody. Right. If you're a goody goody, Jeff's blood just fucking boils. Oh, like I know. When we saw. Did you see Good Boys, the movie with the little kids where they're cussing and stuff? No. No. Oh, all right. The the little black kid I wanted to throw into traffic. Je- Holy I, shit! And there was a scene where he was he was running through traffic. I was like, please. Someone kill this little fucker, please. Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. They swear all all throughout that movie. It's rated R. It's all, it's all good. <laughs> I can have a rated R take if they're going to do a rated R movie. Fuck those kids. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to Double Tap. Um, do you have a score in mind? Yeah. I'm giving it 3.75 zombie dicks. Whoa. I enjoyed it. I, I laughed a lot through it. And... I go to see movies like Zombieland for a different purpose than, say, going to see movies like Uncut Gems. Mm. Right, right. Yeah, you don't go in with the same mentality, obviously. Yeah, and I'm getting different things out of it, and what I got out of Zombieland Double Tap was 3.75 dicks worth of entertainment. So is a .75 dick like a decayed zombie where the balls fell off? No, no, you're thinking about it the wrong way. Think about it like baseball. I can't. So if you suck (laughs) three dicks, right? Uh Uh-huh. Or if you suck one dick, that's a blowjob. So, like, you suck a half a dick. Oh, I see. You take that down, like, the sexual scale. So it's like a half a half dick is like a hand job, and a quarter of a dick is like... Okay. Uh, I don't even know. It's like a make-out session. Gotcha. I don't know. Maybe so he, just... like, he touched his tongue to the tip of it. Yeah. Or you okay, did, exactly. like, a dick lick. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you're not getting your dick sucked, but just... someone licked your dick, and you're like, eh, I guess that's cool. Yeah, yeah I'll, I mean, I'll take and, it. And <laughs> for the most part, the onus is on the reviewer to gay up their own review. We can't really do it for you. <laughs> okay. So Fair you can define 3.75 dicks the way you want. Okay. I'm going to give it a 3.25. I was going to give it a 3.5. But I'm going to deduct. I know you guys are going to shit on me, but I think movie-going experience adds into the overall score sometimes, especially when certain shit happens that you know will affect it. <clears throat> Kevin farted so bad before, after, probably during the movie that it affected the overall date night <laughs> and, and my movie-going Holy experience. Shit. I don't know if you were going to bring this up or this was on the rundown at all. What, me being gassy? Uh, me and you, I'm not hanging out with you after you eat Greek food ever again. 
That's fucking. That was ridiculous, dude. It was. <laughs> I haven't been around someone who farted wait, that much in a long, long wait, time. Wait. So Ruben Fleischer's uh, Zombieland Two gets a half a point taken away because of Deduction. his fart. Yeah, because of him farting. Holy shit! Yeah. Not even. Not even the Cheesecake Factory dessert that we had afterwards can make up for all of his stinky farts. My God. It was horrible. Now, was it bad enough that you verbally uh, expressed displeasure during the movie? I didn't Not, fart during the movie. No, you probably did, but I didn't. it trapped into the cushions or something. No, I don't, you knew you knew what I was working with that day. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, no, there's no no seat cushions containing that. Yeah, he held it. I get, all right, fair enough. He held it in for an hour and forty five. So I didn't speak during the movie. Although I did have a genius idea to do so some weed. That didn't even happen during oh, the yeah. movie. Negatively affected the movie score. I was trying to more or less crowbar in a joke, and I wanted to kind of meander away from the review itself and talk about Kevin's amazing fart performance that night. But but Jeff did did have a good good idea of bringing the weed lean to the theater, and we both got sprites and then mixed up the weed lean while we were waiting for the movie to start. All right. See, it wasn't all that really enhanced. Yeah, things for me. It, it wasn't that awesome until the end hmm. and then you get to the bottom of it and it's all like condensed at the bottom yeah and like i want to like syrup. say something to kevin like oh man get to the end of your drink this is fucking awesome I've, but i couldn't like i've only know, had two, talk during the movie. i've only had two bad experiences with movies with kevin and it was because of the movies uh was what was it the cloverfield movie we watched together at the old ha- apartment oh which, oh, yeah, oh the the paradox yeah paradox and we were like whoa okay like at the end of it we were just like whatever and then the other one was The Predator, where I, I, someone who doesn't drink, hated the movie so much, I got up and went and got a beer and came, wow. came back and was like, I can't fucking deal with this movie. Made you relapse. <laughs> yeah. I was, movie. I was like, I need a beer right now. That movie really sucked ass. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. Um, um, but yeah, no. I just wanted a crowbar and a little fart joke. And, and I, It was worth it. The th- it's yeah around a three two five three five for me. I echo a lot of the sentiments that Kevin had. I just don't think I enjoyed it as much, but I did laugh throughout it. And Woody Harrelson playing that role, he killed it. Yeah, he's I mean, great. It's, it, it was fine. Um, I don't Sorry. know. Uh, well, I guess I should bang out my last. Yeah, I was going to say like, you man, also I saw the... so many fucking movies this past no week. Kidding. You saw the Lighthouse too, right? I did. Okay. Yeah, so I've I've been really pumped for that movie because um, Robert Eggers did his first movie was I'm pretty sure it was his first movie, The Witch. Yeah, the the Vivich. Vivivich. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, Which I I watched again. Uh, I when was this Saturday? I think I went. Yeah, so Saturday afternoon I watched The Witch on Netflix. Fucking awesome movie. Still. Um, uh, it wasn't an accidental glowing review. Seeing it again, I'm like, yes, this movie for sure kicks ass. I love this fucking movie. It's mm-hmm. so goddamn creepy. Uh, and I've been looking forward to The Lighthouse ever since I saw the trailer because I was like, wow, from the guy that made The Witch, and this is a really weird, unique-looking movie. Yeah, black and white, too, <laughs> Yeah, and it's, I love. The aspect ratio is like 1.19 to 1. I don't know how you, you say that. Okay. But it's... It's basically like the Instagram of movies. It's just yeah, like a, right. a little square. Right, okay. Taking up the screen. So, did you hate that? Yeah, cuz no, that's like that's like cuz it's black and white. It's is it a period piece? Yeah, I think it's the 1890s. So, 
Like I Game mean, of Thrones is a period piece. Yeah, because all, 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 <laughs> all I'm thinking of is like those old cameras where you kind of rotate the thing around, and they shot in a square. I, th- I think it was it was done for the effect to make it look older. Yeah, right. And to because this is another movie I don't know anything about. You got to watch the trailer, man. They're it's trying amazing. to f- trying to voice claustrophobia on the viewers. Yeah, actually, yeah. Right? So, right. So right. like the movie is like kind it. of like cabin feverish. Mm-hmm. So they're. Uh, Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson, who I've I've moved on from calling Shovel Face, <laughs> and I will now refer to him by his real name because ba- Batman. Because I, res- I respect ha- his chops now. Homeboy can act, actually, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who knew? He's not bad. That dude's fucking talented. So he, he, yeah, I'll forgive his Twilight transgressions and now take him serious as as a real actor. If you remember years ago, it was fashionable to shit on Leonardo DiCaprio and Heath Ledger. A while back, a, while, a long, long time ago, right? I mean, you know, for each person. Robert Pattinson started out in Twilight. It was fun to dish on him, but homeboy can act a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to give credit where credit's due. I'm happy that you're able to do that. Um, are you excited for him as Batman? Uh, we talked about that when it was announced. And I've, I've, what about after seeing Lighthouse, though? I mean, they're, I mean, they're going to be two wildly different roles. But, I mean, the guy is clearly talented. Yeah. And I'm gonna reserve judgment. I'll give him. I'll give him a fair shot. I'm going. I'm gonna go in with an open mind and be like, "All right, here's a guy who's a really good actor. Let's let's see what he does. He doesn't look like a like like your typical Bruce Wayne, but True. neither did Michael Keaton. So True, and he's still one of the best ones. Yeah. Yep. So I'll I'll and and it's funny now he's been doing like a whole bunch of press to promote Lighthouse, mm-hmm. and he's talking about how like he only has abs two weeks out of the year, and once he's done shooting whatever he needs abs for, he goes back to just doing what he wants and. <laughs> talking about how he beats off in a lot of his movies he's like i never even noticed it until someone pointed it out but i think i've jerked off in like four of my last movies so this is a weird trend to be in yeah i mean i jerked off before 400 msph episodes i know i know, I know how he feels <laughs> and he does jerk off in the lighthouse oh good so it's how can he not that's all i'd be doing i know so it's basically him and willem dafoe are they arrive on this tiny little island that has a lighthouse on it and they're the caretakers for the next four weeks it's just the two of them okay taking care of the lighthouse and the grounds and doing all the fucking chores every day sounds like brokeback mountain a little bit sounds like moon do they suck each other's dicks at all in this movie no but I, for a second i thought they were gonna oh man <laughs> I, thought, I was like oh no are they gonna 69 <laughs> they have an old fucking smelly barnacly 69 oh my god yeah, just burn some friction he's like hey willem i'm done jerking myself off can i just jerk you off for a little <laughs> yeah. bit hey oh, willem can i use your mouth to jerk off real quick <laughs> it i mean and it delivered it was fucking weird cool super fucking weird i i definitely like the witch more mm-hmm. um because it, it was it, this was more of a slow burn and the witch was a slow burn yeah but this was an even more of a slow burn because it's just two people doing chores in a lighthouse. There's no flashback. There's little. It's just these two guys. Yes, and a mermaid. What is the budget and a mermaid? This fucking piece of shit. Whoa. I have no interest in watching it. What the fuck are you talking about? A mermaid too? I it's, mean, I guess you have to see the movie. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I guess they're the only people listed on IMDb. Those three people. Okay. You do see a mermaid in the trailer, so I'm not giving anything away. Yeah, yeah. But it was. It wasn't. I thought it was going to be more horror-y, and it it, yeah. it took a long time for them to really start losing their marbles. Okay, but they, the two of them, acted their fucking goofy dicks off. <laughs> I mean, just watching the two of them get shit hammered and get all weird and 
cabin fevery and just go nuts. Right. It was it was really interesting to watch, uh, and I've never seen a movie like it. It was it was really original. It was really unique, uh, and it ends in a kind of confusing way. That's the whole thing is kind of just confusing. Hmm. It's just a bunch of weird, interesting shit happening. Yeah, when I saw it, I, I it looked like a more of a psychological horror, where it was like, um, I don't know, like where they they play more on the psychological aspects of it. Um, but they do credit it as a dark comedy in the trailer. It was um, funnier than I expected. Yeah, okay. Uh, Willem Dafoe farts so much in it. Oh, he had Greek s- food before he went to the lighthouse? <laughs> so much more farting than I thought was going to be in it. I, I, was, I was watching the trailer, and I'm like, that's a movie with no farts. And boy, was I wrong, because he just fucking trumpets his ass off the whole damn thing. Damn. <laughs> lots, of, lots of Willem farts. So uh, I give it points for that. And... A lot of really fucking cool shots. But that prop, that's a, that's an, it sounds like a dumb thing, but at the same time, you put yourself in Robert Pattinson's character's shoes and you're like, I'm stuck in this lighthouse with this guy who farts all the fucking time. Yeah. And it's like, it adds to that cabin feverness. It adds to that uh, frustration. Yeah. Yeah, right. And, and you're, as you're watching, you're like, man, which one of these two dudes is going crazy here? Or are they both going crazy? Like, sure. who's the fucking real psycho here? Hmm. So it does make you think, but, uh, but the ending doesn't answer that? Not really, no. Okay. Um, That's a shame. I would have liked a, a little bit more horror elements. I was expecting a slow burn, and it was slower than I anticipated. <laughs> but I still I still got respect for it, and it, it was 3.5 dicks. Okay. Suck 3.5 sailor dicks. Pirate dicks. I don't know. Lighthouse dicks? Yeah, lighthouse dicks. The little thing. And I love lighthouse. Mermaid dicks? It's like a weird thing I have. I love lighthouses. I don't Me know Me too. No, I, I am too. They, there's like some symbolism bullshit about lighthouses. It's probably some gay thing where they look like dicks. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like probably, yeah. <laughs> I love lighthouses. I'm sure you do, Seek. I checked out when you told me that they only use part there of the screen. There was a mermaid in it. <laughs> yeah, that didn't help, but they only use part of the screen. Why part are you the... racist against mermaids? I mean... Uh, spoiler alert, you do get to see her tits. Mermaids have great tits. Come uh, on. Yeah, usually speaking. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now I'm interested. I might go see this, actually. <laughs> she was a hot mermaid. All right, cool. All right, yeah, you got... There's no way Jeff Clark likes this movie. This is not a Clark classic. 100, 109 minutes? I like the leanness of that kind of cut. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I'm probably not going to go see it. It's but... not that lean. That's an hour and 50 minutes almost. Oh yeah, you're right. Thanks, yeah. thanks for helping me out with that. Yeah, it's not that lean at all. No, an hour and forty nine minutes actually, huh? Feels an hour and a half. Yeah, you power through it. Yeah, he, no, you know what? Yeah, you made a great point, Shuddy. It needs to be somewhere in the eighty five to ninety one minute. Yeah, I'll go ninety one <laughs> minutes max on the lighthouse. Okay. I tell you what, though, I'm loving that studio A twenty four. Yeah. They have such a solid batting average. I got to look at the other shit that they got going on. I'm pulling. I don't up know right if now. they're necessarily a, a Jeff Clark. <laughs> yeah, studio. Yeah, no, they don't make movies for, did for they the do, Clark and Did they do Midsummer? Yes, they did Midsummer, Hereditary, cool. Euphoria, Uncut Gems. I actually saw Hereditary. I think because of you. Um, I think I heard your review of it, and I was like, I gotta check this out. It's a fucked up movie. It really is. I and I still wasn't expecting what happened in it to happen. I was like, damn, Kevin actually held back a little. Moon Moonlight, <laughs> Ex Machina. I hated that movie, which you loved, right? I uh, love yeah, X Machina. Machina kicked ass. Wait, you didn't like Moonlight? No, Hereditary. Oh, Reddit. Yeah, it's a it's definitely an acquired taste. Uh, they did mid nineties, 
I thought mid nineties kicked ass. Eighth grade was good. The disaster artist. <laughs> oh yeah, disaster artist. Sorry. I think they even I, I didn't even they didn't really make it on my uh radar until a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. But they also did Tusk. Wow. Kevin Smith's movie. I was just talking about that the other day. I, I was trying to explain it to a coworker and he was like, What? Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, you should watch it. Uh, a, a really, really bizarre movie that I loved and didn't see it coming. Uh, a Ghost Story. Oh yeah, I didn't with see Casey that. Affleck and Rooney Mara. They they did that. They they they're just doing really weird out there shit, and I get really pumped when I see A twenty four showing up in a in a trailer. It's like, oh, this is an A twenty four movie. All right, fuck, I'm in. Oh, <laughs> Swiss Army Man. They did Swiss Army Man. I loved that. Uh, lobster. That was a great movie. Wasn't a big fan of the lobster. I'm excited for Uncut Gems. Otherwise, I don't like Green Room. I don't like anything on this list. Green I didn't Room see Green ass. Room. That is the Witch. I think that is my favorite horror esque movie. Green Room. Green Room. Oh yeah, of course, because it's punk bands. Oi, oi, oi! Yeah, and MAGA shit, right? <laughs> you love that. They did Room. The Bree. Mm-hmm. I always no, say the porn star. It's got a lot of Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Larson, yeah, yeah. Brie Olson. I prefer what? that Brie. <laughs> uh, no, a lot of these titles I know, I've heard of, but I haven't watched many of them. Midsummer, you liked a lot. I remember you saying that you, that movie was pretty awesome. That was a fucked up movie. That's that's one of those movies that I enjoyed. I don't know if I could watch it again. That was a most of those vicious like, head trip. Most of those movies that are in this list, I've only seen once. Yeah. yeah, but I respect their game. I respect what those guys are doing. They're doing weird shit. I like that. I like weird shit. Well, speaking of weird shit, um, I feel like it's about time I pay up, right? Oh, you want to do some weird shit? Yeah. I mean, we got Seek here. I feel like we've put this off long enough. What? I lost an Oscar bet last year. No way. And I still haven't paid up on it. Because oh. yeah. it took us forever to f- come up with we never really fully committed on anything that anybody's super happy with, but just to, <laughs> just to, just in the to make the case of some sort of forward fucking momentum, right? I settled on I'm gonna brush my teeth with wasabi. Oh my god! Yeah. So we, like you said, there no one's that sold on this idea, but yeah, we needed to get something on the books here sure. because Kevin, dumbass, picked a bunch of wrong answers for the Oscars this past year. So we got to make him pay and. Hopefully he won't do the same thing next year, even though his batting average at the Oscar bets aren't very good. We should probably start thinking about the 2020 punishment now, actually, because <laughs> we really fucking screwed the pooch We should on this have one. been agreed upon before the Oscars. Yeah. Well, and all the... Uh, lesson learned, you'll do it this year. And all the Puminati go a little too hard in the paint, God. usually with their their recommendations yeah yeah they're like hey register as a sex offender yeah oh, holy shit really <laughs> oh my god no fucking that ruined your life damn yeah yeah they want some they're some blood man. legit consequences blood. yeah no shit <laughs> sharks on the water you'll never fucking guess wrong uh answers for the oscars ever again yeah, just you... an oscar game calm down <laughs> oh i mean yeah i mean last year shuddy boy just got to fucking drink oreo cream and milk yeah. Wow, and they wanted you Out to be a, a giant sub- black dild- dildo. Context, Kevin. Context. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about the black dildo. I just remember the Oreo cream. <laughs> like, uh, you know, that sounds so bad. 
All right, well, do you want to film me, Jeff? Yeah, I can film you. Wait, hold on. Can I? Yeah, I can do this. I'm just going to take a picture and post it on Instagram. Wait, so are you going to do the you're going to do this right here in front of us? You're not going to do it by the sink in case you throw well, I, up. Oh, I you got, got the trash buy, can. Oh, yeah, I got, I got the trash can here in case I throw up, <laughs> and then I'll just run to the sink and wash my mouth out. Ah, fuck. I mean, does anybody really like the taste of wasabi? Like I use it as a I I mix it into my soy sauce and I'll yeah. eat it like a little blob on a piece of sushi. But, it's good on sushi. But just by itself, like, I don't think anybody really likes that. So to say, like... How many wasabi dicks would you suck? Zero? Ooh, oh, man. His, fa- his face just says it all. Do you want to try a sniff? Yeah. Oh, my God. That is going to fucking suck. <laughs> How are you with spicy food, Seek? Pretty good for the most part. Um, right, well, but I don't know if I would do this shit. Don't pussy out. Get a healthy splooge of wasabi on there. I mean, that's how much you would brush your teeth with, right? Let me see. Yep, that's pretty good. It kind of matches the color of your shirt, so it's hard for the camera to pick up. But Oh, shit. That's a good point. Why did I wear this shirt? The wasabi-colored shirt. No, yeah, I think you're a little light, but whatever. We'll let you hang. How, we'll let you go. The entire no. brush is covered. How nah, come more on? It's good. I, no, I think you're being kind of a pussy, but whatever. Go ahead. What are you talking about? How, how much toothpaste no, do you No, it's all right. You're just going to go into the, into the records as a pussy regardless. Uh, Jeff's, of how you Jeff's do. just <laughs> attempting to be funny. Okay. I'm, I'm dabbling around funny. Fucking scumbag. All right. Into the microphone. I come think on, you rookie. being a pussy, too. All right. Oh! All right. Should I do it? No. You're okay, cool. To. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is enough. You just getting up to the ledge is enough. You've you've honored the bet. Oh, it reeks so bad. This has like horseradish in it or something. All right, well, whatever. Wasabi and horseradish are related. And it is probably not real wasabi. It is probably horseradish paste. Yeah, it's wasabi. Read the ingredient. Horseradish's Asian cousin cousin is wasabi. All right, let's just do it. You'll be fine. Don't be a pussy. Get in the gums. It burns so bad. That was bark. Yeah. Yeah, the camera's in a show. The man, you're turning purple. Ugh. Get those molars. <laughs> oh my god. It sounds terrible. <laughs> the, the noises that he's making. Uh, I think he's done. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think we have a choice now. You're done, dude. Wait, what are you saying? It's on your head? All right, well. I, rec- I can't breathe. I recorded that in slow motion. Nice. <laughs> well, we're going to be out, out of a host for the next couple minutes, so me and you got to hold it down and see. What do you guys want to talk about? I actually want to circle back on Robert Pattinson's Batman and talk to you about the, oh, sure. the Riddler. Oh, um, what's his Paul name? Dano. Paul Dano. Paul Dano got announced it's pretty good casting. Yeah. Yeah. He's a pretty good actor. Where has he been the past few years? I'm going to IMDB him because... Well, he was in... Swiss Army Man. When did, yeah, Swiss, wasn't he in Partners? Wasn't that movie? 
Man, so I just watch a lot less movies than you guys, huh? I'll be honest. The only reason I watch so much stuff now is my my new roommate is a lot like Kevin. He loves movies. He's gay? There's always one on TV. So I don't see full movies. I see like parts of movies. I'll come home from work. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll just watch the rest. Are you brushing your teeth with toothpaste now? Uh Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah, that's good. Hey, if you want that video, I'll give it to you. I recorded it in slow motion. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I'll send it to you right now, as a matter of fact. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's a good idea. I don't know what he said. <laughs> um, he's battling. The Patreon might be tough for him, but I think he'll push through. He's done worse. There's a it look. It sounds interesting. The Matt Reeves Batman movie so far. I like the casting of Zoe Kravitz for Catwoman. Yeah, that's pretty she's good. Hot. She's super hot. Well, how many characters are they gonna have in here? They got Catwoman, well, they got Batman, obviously. They Sh- got the Riddler. Who else is Shuddy can correct me if I think they're talking about Penguin in it too. Shuddy can correct they me. They were, I'm... but they uh, I only briefly saw something about Jonah Hill passing on it. Yeah, I think he Jonah Hill wanted to play the Riddler and he wanted to I guess it's a bigger role in the movie, so he wanted more money. Uh, this is from what I heard. I don't know if any of this is true. And then I guess he was like, okay, fine. And the Warner Brothers was like, no, we're not giving you more money for that. Jeffrey Wright is playing Commissioner Gordon. That's great casting. Shuddy, how do you feel about a black Commissioner Gordon? I don't have any problem with it. This is I the like second, Jeffrey Wright. This is the second black Commissioner Gordon. Who was the first? Lego, Lego Batman. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of, like, was there a black Commissioner Gordon? No, there was a black. Michael Keaton Batman? There was a black Two-Face. Uh, um, it was a black yeah, Harvey Dent. Har- in the... Harvey Dent, yeah. Uh, in the first Batman, it was uh, Billy, Billy D. Williams. Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, in the first Batman, Billy D. Williams. Who was that guy? Harvey Dent. Harvey the... Dent. Oh, Two-Face. okay. He will. He would become Two Face one day. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Okay. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, but then they 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 whitewashed him they with sure, Tommy Lee Jones. They sure fucking did. <laughs> Man. Ugh. Wow, dude. Yeah, you're making some gross noises. That was fully fucking disgusting. Um, but I, well, I, I my heard, gums are on fire now. I Hold heard, on, real quick, just oh, yeah. just to wrap this up, the Oscar bet. I think you satisfied the terms of your your bet loss here. That's good and stuff. I sent you guys the video in the MSPH um, little group chat that we have. So, Shuddy, you can watch that now or whenever, and you'll see how purple Kevin turns and him pretty much vomiting on himself and just really looking gross and making weird noises in the video. And it seemed like a horrible punishment. So uh, the Oscar bet did its job. And Yeah, I didn't care for that in the fucking slightest. You should learn your fucking lesson and not pick so many stupid movies during the Oscars. <laughs> My fucking I still gums. think it should have been a really terrible hot sauce. Well, it, I still should think you should have sucked a real black dick. It should have been applied rectally. I hear you, Shuddy. We can't get them all. So next time, maybe we'll... Shove something up Kevin's ass. There's always 2020, you know. You know, always. Um, I'm gonna try oh. to. I'm gonna try to email this video to you. Oh. Yeah, we're gonna have two different angles. It won't let me. Yeah, and mine's in slow motion. Oh, beautiful. Let me. Hook. Oh yeah, so that file is probably massive. Yeah, so give. We'll hook my phone to your computer, and I can just transfer it or something. Can okay. you? Oh, you can airdrop it because you have a non-iPhone. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> this guy, um, unbelievable. But uh, no, oh. I I heard um, I heard it might be based on Long Halloween, which is like oh, the, which, interesting. Which has like ten villains in it. Yeah, 
I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Oh, Batman. Okay, all right. So, so. he jumped in halfway through the conversation and yeah. knew just by the Long Halloween. Oh, thing. Long Halloween is like it's iconic. Yeah, that's like required reading if you're a Batman fan. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So it I heard it. So I heard it's going to loosely be based on that comic, um, which is like the early years of Batman's career. And there's a killer, a serial killer that is killing people on the holidays only of every month. And uh, and Batman is trying to figure out if it's one of his existing villains doing a new thing or if it's a new villain. Oh, all right. He investigates holiday killings. Yeah, so it's more of a detective story. Wait, so is Catwoman, is that a bad guy? Kind of. She's like She's an, an anti-hero. Yeah. She walks the line, I guess. But Batman's trying to hit that the whole time, at least in the second one. Come on, wouldn't you? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, I think Zoe Kravitz to... is hot. Oh, yeah, Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, she is super hot. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about... Yeah, so Paul I think Dano, she'd, be a solid, she'd be a solid Catwoman. She'll look great in the costume, too. Oh, yeah. Sure. She's going to fill that motherfucker out nicely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Batman, I actually am a Batman fan. That's my favorite superhero. Cool. Not, I mean, not a big enough fan to actually read the comics, but mm-hmm. this is like the only reboot that I'd probably entertain. Like, I still haven't seen any Spider-Man. Not the, the what? Who's the guy who played uh, Tom Holland? Andrew McGuire? Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was the guy in Facebook. I was in. The yeah, you're not missing Facebook much there. Movie. Yeah, I heard. The, I don't. I don't like that guy, anyways. And I, I'm not. I don't know. I'm just not interested in comic book reboots. But I am interested in Batman reboot. Nice. All right, well, that was that was an adventure. Yeah, no kidding. How you feeling? Yeah, I did what? I still have the disgusting taste of wasabi in my mouth, even though I brushed with toothpaste and my gums. And bleach. My gums and, and tongue. Did you drink some milk? Are kind of burning. No. Oh. I just, I just picked up some oat milk, so hopefully that does the fucking trick. That reminded me. I had to call you out on something. Uh, do we have time? Are we pressed for time? This will be fast. Yeah, I'm sure no. you know how much to say. Do it. Um, so... I came here. I, I'm here early every Monday because I don't want to deal with traffic. And whenever I come here, I'm looking through snack. I'm looking for snacks that of Kevin's that I can raid. And I had some of his candy last week, mm. and I was really looking forward to some milk. And I see that he has whole milk in his fridge. Oh I'm, no! I, I paid attention to him always having. I don't know. Like every time I look in the fridge, there's always like a thing of whole milk, right? So I go in there to grab it, <laughs> and it says expired June thirtieth. So the same whole milk that I've seen every week and just banked on and being here, it is the same whole milk. Yeah. My thing is like... That's probably your whole milk that you bought and left here or something. You're going to put this on me. Unfucking believable. Holy shit. Dude, all right. So this is a trip. You know what? I'm going to go even further and say that you take that home with you when you leave every Monday night and bring it in. (laughs) I don't know anything about any whole milk in that fridge. You're fucking crazy. Because here's the thing is this... This house, despite not having a lot of romantic guests here, I'm assuming, right? You, you're not you're not celebrating your own love life much. Despite not having a lot of company, this place is really well maintained and clean, and and it doesn't look like a typical like nerd bachelor house. This is a nice place. You can you can bring yeah. a girl back on a moment's notice here. So the expired milk since June 30th, <coughs> it being October. 20th doesn't compute like i don't understand why do you you have fresh vegetables next to the expired milk in your fridge why why aren't you throwing out the expired milk it doesn't unless i'm like honed in on it it doesn't exist i threw something out uh over the weekend 
I don't even know how I spotted it, but I'm like, the fuck's this thing? And I looked at it, I was like, oh, you got to go in the trash. You don't know how you spotted it. You don't have a lot of things in your refrigerator, dude. I'm it's because I don't pic- use my refrigerator a lot. <laughs> but you use it often enough to, to put new vegetables in there and new fruit. I've been making... Um, <coughs> so I, I always have apples on hand for, for Gizmo because Gizmo eats apples. And every now and then, I go on my thing of like, I'm going to make breakfast today. And I make um, broccoli and asparagus egg white omelets. So okay. that's where my eyes go. And I have oat milk that I put in my coffee. So that's about it. That's what I go in my fridge for. And everything else is just ancillary nonsense, not worth my time. You're excusing this. It's, it's fucking gross, dude. It's gross. And a girl is going to come by and see this once. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? You, you, expired milk in your fridge. It's, <laughs> people are, people it, are taking is that notes. A, is that a deal breaker on dates? <laughs> I oh, think please. I'm I, surprised Jeff didn't even fucking just straight up drink it anyway without looking. I'm I'm getting the coughs right now. I need something to yeah, Oh Chunky style, my favorite milk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this will definitely clear my throat. Uh I think it's gross, man. And it doesn't compute with your your existence. Like you're you have a nice, well maintained apartment. Yeah, well, from now on, <laughs> if you if there's anything you want to enjoy here, you better fucking bring it with you. I, d- I usually do. Apparently, I left the milk there from fucking six months ago. <laughs> yep, now you can't even have any of that. <coughs> Whatever, I'm going to go f- refill my water. Fuck you. You pussy. Oh. Fucking triggered by milk. What got, a bitch. That backfired. <laughs> I wanna take a, I'm going to take a picture of your refrigerator. Go for it. Fucking, it's not like you have a lot of stuff in here, dude. What is that? Shuddy Boy, are you jacking it? Sorry, I was button mashing. <laughs> Is that what you call it? I was like, what you just hear like, yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, I'm, I uh, thought it was like a bong at first. I'm button mashing. In Jeff mode. Jeff mode. Yeah, eat your fucking donut, Jeff. Seek, good having you by, man. Yes, it was great. Thank you for having me over. Uh, what's your what's your YouTube? People can check out. Um, it's just youtube.com slash Seek Donnelly. Uh, my show's The Venom Vlog. I've uploaded 437 episodes. Oh, my goodness. In two years. You've already you've you already passed, passed, passed MSPH. <laughs> well, I, my episodes are shorter and, and less interesting sometimes, so it's all good. But I... Um, I don't believe that. I, uh, I yeah, believe it's shorter. I do 150 episode seasons, but I'm nearing 2,000 subscribers, so I'm trying to get there. Oh, fuck yeah. Hopefully by the end of the year. And uh, I will be starting a Patreon soon. Mm. Um, I'm going to do an X-Men podcast um, with the Patreon. So it'll be like exclusive content just for Patreon. Nice. Is it just you riffing on current X-Men topics? Are you going to bring in guests or how is it going to work? I'm going to feel it out. I'm going to start off with just me um, dissecting old X-Men stories. Mm -hmm. The new stuff I fucking hate so much. Uh, The Jonathan Hickman stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And I like Hickman usually, but I really hate his X-Men. So maybe I'll do one episode. To talk about that, but yeah, celebrating the past and <laughs> blasting right. Hickman or whatever, and be like, is. "This is why I don't talk about the current stuff, and let's go back and talk about the old stuff." So, yeah, I have a just an extensive X Men and Fantastic Four collection. So, someone told me you should dive into those and talk about yeah. them. And uh, there's so many great moments in those, like that are like culturally relevant to today too. So, I was like, "Yeah, this will be fun." I think it would be interesting to hear you just completely shit on the Jonathan Hickman, right? Is that his name? Yeah, Jonathan Hickman, yeah. X Men. I mean, I'm sure the thing Story. is, I get, I gotta, I always try to balance what kind of audience I'm bringing in. 
if I sit and shit on things <clears> all day, I bring in a type of audience that just likes yeah that. Maybe you don't want a negative crowd. I got you. Right. So I kind of try to balance it. Um, that's a good point. My but, bad. But no, no. But it's a good. It, I maybe I will talk about it at some point. You just know how much I like talking shit. So. No, I know you're good at it though. I'm not. Eh, very... <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to be better. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's that's all I'm working on, and, and I appreciate you letting me plug it. Word. Uh, and we've got our Patreon going. Fucking cranking out. I've I just finished recording. It'll be posted next week. My final Halloween horror recommendation, uh, horror comics recommendations. Nice. And I've been doing um, filming some old classic video game playthroughs and shit. Nice. And I also, from time to time, maybe once or twice a month, we'll hop on Super Mario Maker Two and place through some of the level create the user created levels that are always like super weird and and hard. really hard yeah some of them are super hard but they're all just really weird and creative so i try and find like the weirdest most interesting ones and do a couple playthroughs in each on those so that's up on the patreon along with for the five dollar tier not the ten dollar tier but the five dollar tier you get an extra bonus episode we do we do every week uh at least a half hour extra podcast every week you're gonna have to show me how to do one of the like the streaming or the recording of you playing video games how that works because I might want to record myself playing Madden. Although, Dude, you should record yourself playing Fortnite. Yeah, you think that's, that's the funny. funniest shit in the world. But that, I feel like it's because you know me. I feel like most people would just be annoyed. Like, wow, this guy is so embarrassingly bad. Well, that, that's how kids would feel if they watched your show. But uh, but no, I don't, but you'll find an audience with people like us. Yeah, Kevin thinks yeah, it's, if it's cute. The oh, yeah. oh, yeah. If I, if, if I die, the first thing I'm doing, and, and those guys are still alive, is I'm spectating Jeff. Because Jeff just runs around, spins in circles, and then he sees a bad guy, and his only strategy is to just fire wildly yeah, until I he am- has no bullets left. I empty the clip, for sure. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't wait and take his shots. He doesn't take cover. Oh. He just will aim straight up into the sky and fire every bullet out and not hit the dude once. I try to shoot at the guy. I don't go right at the sky, but yeah, I'm taking out the whole block. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm not missing anyone on that street. Well, except for the guy I'm shooting at, actually. I, miss, I tend to miss him. You're like a stormtrooper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I hit a lot of the house behind him, though, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, but Kevin just finds it adorable, me getting stuck on trees and shit. I'd watch that. Uh, hey, right. if you enjoy what we're hearing, please head over to iTunes, subscribe, hook us up with a five-star review. It helps a lot more than you can imagine. And you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Oh Shito Sauce. O-H-S-H-I-T-O Sauce. Nice. Uh, at Venom Vlog. And uh, if you want to be a part of voicemails, yay! Just call 201-472-0139 and you can always send your emails to madscientist at riotcast.com and uh, hey Shuddy, you got anything? Nope. I don't know. I was getting that spider sense that I was going to end the show and you were going to jump in and go, ah, oh, ink, oh, ah. One more thing. You'll never hit it properly. Never. No. He'll but always throw you sorry off. Sorry to disappoint. Got to keep the streak going. It's good luck. All right, friends. Thank you for listening. And until next time, something. Check, check. Hey. It's not doing any weird shit yet, I don't think. Can you hear me? Nope.
Are we waiting for sheds? Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Aren't we always? <laughs> it's oh nice to hear you guys' voices again. Thanks. Okay. Yeah, we never shut up. No, well, I mean, I've listened to a couple episodes, but I just it's great being back here. Yeah, yeah. good having you back, Dave. Yeah, we're excited to have you back. Thanks. More me than Shuddy. Oh. Just keep that in mind when you <laughs> talk to him. But don't tell him, because I don't want it to be weird. Shuddy? Uh, not much, except I was not ready, apparently. I forgot to plug everything into the laptop. Yeah, you don't sound very plugged in. How's that? The same? I think it's be better now. Try now. Now? Because oh. I didn't have the microphone plugged in before. You sound great now. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not very good at that. Alejandro Gonzalez Ah, oh, I forgot you can't Alejandro Gonzalez Iraritu. Was that a live version? No. No, that was not. Oh wow. What's up, Sheds? Not much, Zeke. How are you, man? I'm hanging in there, man. Good to hear your voice. Good to hear yours, too. Kevin, he's very low. Shuddy, shuddy, shuddy. I might be too far from the mic. Is that better? Yeah, talk again. One, two, one, two, one, two. Let me see. I might need to give you a little more juice. Yeah. This thing always spazzes out. No problem. I'm not very high, high energy today. I'm sorry. I'll try to bring it, though. You're usually really high energy. I'm right. surprised. Yeah, well... Dying, dying does that to you. Thank you, Mike. For you've been dying one, for years now. Uh, like nine years. Yeah. Give one big one. yelp. See. Ah! One, two. Try again. One, 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 one. Oh, nope. There we go. Yeah, is that me? That's much better. Oh, okay, good. Much better. Cool. Sweet. Yeah, Shuddy, that's a little trick you got to learn on fucking. What the fuck did I just watch? Audio levels. What? <laughs> yeah. I no, Jim like... was not the mic. Jim had the mic like eight feet from his face. Oh. Yeah. That was. The levels were good. <laughs> we give... sound checked everything. Was he sitting on the couch, thing. like away from the mic? You got to give the signal, like I tried to full... give to you 5,000 times on episode 420. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Shuddy has a short memory. He's a lot like a, a good quarterback. No, I remember that. I, uh, he was not in my field of vision, and since we don't wear have headphones, I heard him just fine. So I wasn't. That's Dom's job to pay attention to that. I do another podcast, and I don't have any reason for headphones, so I have to like really pay attention and make sure people are like on the mic. I thought you Skyped in with your with your homie. I sometimes do that. Other times, if we don't Skype in, I just will have microphones set up and, and into a, a, um, a portable recorder. I was doing it like this just so I can, like, 
play sound on tape or or play the intro music, but I figured just to lay it in after. Um, and the sound on tape, like I don't, unless I don't, unless I'm pulling clips from like a press conference or or I don't know something crazy that we need audio for, which hasn't happened in the past couple months, then I won't use it. So, but yeah, it's uh, I hear what you're saying, Shuddy. If you're not, if you don't have headphones on, sometimes you just don't pay attention to them because you can hear them just fine. Yeah, it's weird. I'm like I'm I'm so used to the world of wearing headphones. And sometimes we have guests on the show, and they're like, "Fucking headphones! <laughs> the hell's the point of this shit?" Wait on on the Ella show? No, on oh, on this show, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. You guys, I'm so used, to, especially living with Kevin and being on the show before living with Kevin. When I do my YouTube show, I'm like, should I be wearing headphones or something? Like, I feel unprofessional. By the form. Yeah, just put put headphones on. Don't even plug them into anything. Right there, you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, just my... sit there with. Get wireless. <laughs> there you go. I, I do have wireless ones. Actually. I have to do that with my buddy because uh, my buddy I started the podcast with. He thought because he saw like this setup and he he knows of this setup. Mm. He thought that that was every podcast and we should just have headphones. So now like it's in his head. It's like part of like his recording persona or or like act that he gets into where he needs to have headphones to talk into a microphone. You know I was I mean? looking at, um, I saw Sam Tripoli tweet out a picture of his new rig, his new setup. I like he's got, um, he's got a really cool fader board. We just have like that flat, long pre-sonus that all the mics are plugged into with like little dials. He's got like a mini board with the, the faders and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd love to, to, to have, have a setup like that. I get like a little mini table over here and put the fucking... The, the board on that. Yeah. Free up some space. There are some sick setups, just home studios. Theo Vaughn's setup is pretty awesome, where he has, like, the, I don't know, like, the, I, Shuddy, what's the term? You have, like, a mic that's, like, hooked up and attached. A boom? A boom mic, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. What, like, one on an arm, you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, mean, I like this be... setup, but. You know what I mean? There's been, I've seen some pretty crazy just at-home we setups. Got a, we got a couple more Patreon subscribers. I'm down to turn this place into a fucking... You're going to get a two-bedroom? Dungeon studio. <laughs> yeah. Get, All right. Get arms fastened into this table. Get so, some overhead uh, shit. Get some fucking dangling cameras up in the ceiling and shit. Yeah, Man, add I some production content to this this show. So I've been doing, um, for the the month of October, Seek, for mm-hmm. Patreon, mm-hmm. for the, the top tier. I've been... Every week I do... A video recommending my favorite horror comics. Sweet. So I've been doing those. I, I abandoned the the just recommending comics every week and went to playing that modded out Super Nintendo that has like nine thousand games. Oh, on Oh yeah. So I just that's like my contribution to the Patreon tier now. But I was like, oh, you know, for for October, we'll do four weeks of double duty. I'll do the video game videos and I'll recommend horror comics. And nice. Stuff. And I have to, I break, I film it here. So I have to break down all of this shit, oh. set up all the lights and the camera, get my notes, and then do all the editing, and then put the studio back together and sure. shit. Why don't you and, just do it on the couch? Because I like having the comics in the background. Yeah, the background is nice, I gotta say. Yeah, there's like a bunch of comics and toys in the background. Yeah, the background on his couch is just Fair so enough. fucking bland. You're right. I mean, look at that. Yeah, there's nothing to look at there. Oh, except for a framed Howard Stern poster. 
original page from Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> There's cool stuff there, but you would just ha- the camera would have to be really wide to see it. Yeah, no. and the and the the lights would glare off the right. windows and stuff. It's yeah. it's a good setup here. It's just a little bit, and man, it just doing all that shit. I've I'm, I I I've, I've been recording them ahead of time so I could bank them and because I got a I got a flat for my sister's wedding this week. Uh, I'm I'm very glad all those videos are fucking done. <laughs> and I get, I, get, I get my Sundays back. I feel like your setup is more complicated than it needs to be. You haven't really changed out the. You've upgraded pieces of the equipment throughout the duration of the show, but that's that main mixer, what PreSonus you call it. You've had that the whole time, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's that's an OG piece of MSPH equipment right there. I like it, and OG is proper for that, but it is pretty clunky and yeah, huge, right? Yeah. I mean, we did a podcast. An MSPH podcast that came out fine, I think, from my apartment, and we just used my shit, my setup, and like I have to break it down before and after because because a girlfriend complains, right? <laughs> I don't get to just leave my toys out and about like you do. <laughs> like, hey, do you want this fucking Patreon money or not? <laughs> uh, hey, did everyone see Zombieland Double Tap here? No, but you're. I you're, have not seen it. You're good okay. to spoil it. Right, then we gotta. We got to just talk about it in the main episode, huh? I think we can do a spoiler-less review. I mean, I, I doubt we'll be chilling with that. I doubt that movie has major spoilers, right? Not really. I mean, there is some stuff I would like to talk about that's kind of spoilery. Look, fair but enough. there's there's nothing really major to ruin. Don't movie, say that. What do you mean? I don't think that... I don't know. I don't know. How do you go into zombie movies? I mean, you know it's a franchise and a sequel, so you can guess there might not be... Big deaths or major deaths, but I kind of I go into I went into that movie hoping for some major deaths, and you might get them. Okay, I mean, <laughs> okay. or you might not. Who knows? Yeah, that's who could tell. No sense. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. I you mean, know, it's a no. sequel, so there's probably no major deaths, but there might be. Yeah, you're right. It didn't it didn't really add up in my head. It made more sense. Point is that I think that there are there are ways that you can spoil it for some people, right? For sure. Okay, and we gotta we gotta navigate those. Well, in our I, I trust you guys. You guys we'll have seen it, it. We'll keep it spoiler safe then. Woody dies. Okay, that's right. He's <laughs> gonna be carnage anyway. In the first five minutes, he dies. Uh, that would be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Michael Scott. Don't tell anyone that the the company's closing. We're all screwed. <laughs> yeah, we're all screwed. <laughs> we're fucked. Uh, all right, should we kick this fucker off then? Since we're not doing any spoilery Easter eggs. Spoilery. Man, I got a lot of movies to talk about, I think. Yeah, you saw one that I'm really excited about to hear you talk about, which is called The Lighthouse. Did you get a rundown of what he's going to talk about in the episode? I I follow his Instagram. Oh, that's right. It was on Instagram. From Los Angeles, California, we have the Mad Scientist Party Hour. Pokey. (laughs) 